The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. All right, let's uh, let's start the way we always start. With checking in with Scott Long, yeah, and get any new jokes and see uh, what did, did you did you do anything no, interesting today, day. Scott? I had, a, I had a great I had a great day today. It was it was a beautiful day, and I went golfing by myself, and I I ended up playing with this couple <laughs> that just got back from Phoenix, and it was great. They said they met this like very nice fellow uh, in Phoenix. Yeah. They said very friendly. <laughs> A little too much on the conspiracy theories yeah. and Steeler talk for him. Yeah. But everything else they really enjoyed. What a so wonderful afternoon. Day. They must have, was it uh, Sam and Mindy or Dan and, Dan and Mindy? Dan and Mindy. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. It, it was, was Mork and Mindy. To have the lunchbox, that's one of the oh, things I got. Oh, is that new? Yeah. By the way, Baxter, when, when Scott Long is taking the stage, go to a wide shot for us, uh, the two of us. Instead of just one, uh, just so you know, in the future. But, yeah, I went and got the Mork and Mindy lunchbox. Actually, that I got online on a little thing called eBay, Never only about it. 650 bucks. <laughs> Is that true? No, it's I was going to say. About 500. <laughs> um, no, there, I look. That's awesome. I'm in a rabbit hole, man. I'm in a rabbit That's hole of awesome. filling these shelves. I got so much coming that uh, so many different things. I, I didn't want all. I got the superheroes for the nerding out stuff. You just looked at the um, Wild the Mc- Stallions. Oh, I thought, yeah, Wild Stallions I got yeah. today. Uh, the McFarland toys. Actually, Todd McFarland gave those to Joey when Juliet and I uh, visited his office. Uh, and she let, uh, he let Juliet color in Spawn's cape. He's got the Greek freak. And the hands are perfect. They're huge. Massive. Just like mine. Yeah, no, it reminded me of you. Just And mine. Yeah. I, tremendously, I am. Don't forget. I'm the Trump freak. There's my glove right there. <laughs> Watch this. No more Democratic Party. See that? See how I did that? Um, so I want to, like I said, I got a lot of different things coming here, but I went and ventured out today to, I don't want to say the name of the place only because of the situation. Sears? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Brett Farm <laughs> trying to decide on, is Sears around anymore? There's a cup. They're trying. Somebody just gave them money. Okay. It's a good idea. Me. Maybe we're Sears. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we be Sears for a little bit? Just give us some money. So uh, I went to this collectibles store. And before I left, I had a little bit of gurgle in my stomach. I felt like, <laughs> don't, don't lead me. Because I felt, like, I, I felt like I was cold trying to turn something into a diamond. Oh, that's, no. That's where it was. And I thought, I've got this out of my system. I'm okay. Yeah. So I get in the car. I got a little gurgle. I'm like, going to be fine. Starting to sweat just oh, a little bit. Here we go. I get there, and it just hits me hard as I'm looking at the He-Man figures. <laughs> I, needed the, I needed the power of Grayskull. And I, I'm trying to tough it out. I'm, going, I'm looking at Godzilla not oh, helping. Man. Just all the different creatures I'm looking at, different 
uh, Star Wars stuff, and I'm thinking, I can handle this. I grabbed a couple of posters. I got a Pulp Fiction, Goonies. Nice. Um, some stuff I'm going to be putting up. But then I was like, I, I got to get out of here. Because I was like, well, first of all, I'm thinking, should I try and use this bathroom? And I'm looking around the place, and I'm like, this is probably not the place to go to the bathroom. And I told Scott a little bit about this story, and he had a great observation. Well, yeah, it's th- those stores. All the porn shops are closing because you buy everything <laughs> online. So I feel like in the new world, all the nerds are opening up comic book stores where the porn shops used oh, to be. Oh, that's true. You know the bathroom in in a porn shop. It's very they. No, I, I don't. don't. I, I, actually, I don't either. Don't. I don't either, Scott. Now, how about in a actually, theater? How about okay. in one of those theaters, Pee Wee? Uh, I'm not familiar I, with the bathroom. Why use the bathroom? You can just do it right there in your chair. <laughs> Yeah, Pee Wee Herman <laughs> exactly. syndrome, but but no. So yeah, <laughs> did he ever use a different voice when he was in the the porno theater? I mean, I mean, it, I watch mean, your head. <laughs> he, hey, he Cherry, this is gonna be oh wrong, Cherry. <laughs> oh my God, he's he's popped Cherry. <laughs> hey, Cowboy Curtis. It was kind of a gay porn room, wasn't it? There was cowboys and. I mean, chairs that ran away from everything you. can be turned into that. That's if true. you look back good point. far enough and start thinking to yourself, you make a good point, though. It is not that there's anything wrong with nothing it. Nothing at all. Hey, the uh, the the fact that the porn shops used to be kind of the exact same shape and size of someone who wants to sell oh, yeah. you uh, car- comic books. <laughs> same, Very true. it's the same. Audience. It's the same a- group. Yeah, they're going to just go in and go. What happened to the oh, what, what, Superman? Best rewinding <laughs> situation ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. You so definitely you, don't want to lay a Cleveland steamer in that, you know. So through this, I was all of Ohio, is what what what. I, so I, I, but I, I've deduced you were at a comic book store. It was not totally a comic book store. It was a collectibles kind of. Store. Okay. It was a toy oh, gotcha, store. Gotcha. Okay. It was, um, you know, vintage toys. Ah. And try googling. Uh, also, the worst name of a porn shop. <laughs> <laughs> Lightly used vintage toys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what happens to grandma's uh, nightstand drawer after she goes? Somebody's got to sell. Somebody's got to restock. <laughs> so I'm See, there. in the Midwest, <laughs> there's Stuckies. All the Stuckies became adult bookstores. Oh, did they? On the side of the interstate. Yeah. Like if you go to Michigan, every Stuckies is now like a pleasure palace or something like that. Wow. I think the only remnant, they, they still carry the pecan log rolls yeah. in the adult bookstores. <laughs> Ironically... Uh, as a child on road trips, when we'd go to a Stuckey's, my sister and I would buy something. It was a long stick that you could suck into a point and stab each other. So it's nothing's really different. Just well, the age has no. changed. That's all. I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't. No, have. nobody no. should have seen. No, I shouldn't have. And I believe there's a section for that. <laughs> well, there is. <laughs> so I, uh, I bought. I, I made my purchases, and then I. I took the gamble, and I I drove home, and I'm starting to feel. And I, I believe you get like three or four suck ins. Oh yeah, you know what's like the distance? The, um, <laughs> the reverse burps. Uh, like it's I your, did a little bit of that. Yeah. I did some breathing, some Lamaze. Yeah, and I but just that thing where you clench up and try to get it to <laughs> all the poison back yeah. into you. Yeah, I got to the, the where the studio is here at the in the back uh, of the house. And I got out of the car, and I'm still fairly safe. And I made the quick um, deduction that I couldn't grab the stuff from the back seat. 
Uh-oh. I was just going <laughs> straight in. <laughs> yeah, there was another back seat that right. was the, yeah more important. So I I did kind of a a knee down jog, a shuffle, <laughs> a seated shuffle, perhaps. It, it was it was awkward. Yeah, <laughs> and there's probably security footage of it. I gotta see it. Uh, remember that uh, that was was it an old Burger King? No, it was probably an old McDonald's commercial where the kids go quack quack waddle waddle quack. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> like they were going to the Burger King. It was I think it was McDonald's. Yeah, and they're going there in the rain and yeah. they're trying to make the best of everything and because they deserved a break. So uh, <laughs> I get in and I. I get I run to the bathroom. I'm just hoping Baxter isn't here. The Baxter right. Baxter the butler. Right. Uh the the Alfred Pennyworth of yeah. Caliendo Manor. Um who's king of the poop stories. Oh my well. god, I got 3 of them just in the before yeah. the show. And that's just him saying hello. That really was. One included two poops. There's <laughs> one story that he does it twice. We'll we'll bring him. We'll bring him on at some point. Right now he's just uh, he's, he's crapping right now. He's actually <laughs> can't control he's it. editing the video for us live. But I I made it and it was just horrific whatever that was. Because Michelle has been making my wife's been making a lot of guacamole. Oh yeah. And fudge. Oh, that's a good combo. And uh, and custard. <laughs> mm, yeah. I brought some of the fudge. You, you guys should I, open a restaurant. I don't know if you're going to trust it. I'm not. But it's fantastic. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's we fun. actually got it. And this, oh, gosh, the segues are just unbelievable here today. We got it at, and this is real. I didn't even have to make this up and force it in like a, a stand-up comic. Right. But uh, we got the recipe from a woman named Gwendolyn at AceCon in oh, yeah. uh, Chicago, the Chicago area. Yeah. For, now, if I told you the story about the last Ace Comic Con I went to no. in Seattle, did I tell you about this at all, Scott? No. Okay, so in the last one in Seattle, I've been using my C to D list star power to get into cons. And some of the people listening have heard some of this. I'm going to give the, the, the quicker version. But it ended up, I have video and audio of Josh Brolin you, saying that I was inspiration for his George W. Bush impression in the movie Double. Oh, yeah, cool. So, That's cool. yeah, surreal. And it's him talking about Oliver Stone and just saying Oliver. And Oliver and I watched Ugh. Frank. So we finally, we get to go talk to Josh Brolin for a little bit. And Chris Evans is there. And Brolin goes, this guy is responsible for one of my roles. And Evans goes, what role? And I'm like, Thanos? <laughs> and Evans goes, that's funny. And it's like, wait a second, who are you? And I go, Frank Caliendo. He goes, oh, my God. And he starts quoting Madden stuff from my act. And he's just doing it. Meanwhile, Juliet, who's 13 and wants to meet these people, yeah. is going, oh, my God, my dad, no, Captain America knows yeah. my dad. And, and I'm saying, loves him. I'm saying incredibly stupid things like, you don't know what it's like to be pigeonholed as John Madden, Captain America. <laughs> so... <laughs> You guys are commiserating. So my daughter now believes all the Avengers know me and want to be friends with me. and Because Chris Evans at one point says, hey, you going to be here tomorrow? And I was like, no, nah, we got to go home. Uh, and I should have just changed the plane ticket because yeah. he was asking me out on a bro date or something. Yeah. But not, not I don't know, but I, I would have changed it for that. So uh, Juliet's like, we should just Which stay. Avenger doesn't know you? Uh, which, which well, I'm getting to that because these in Chicago, sure. they're they're okay. from foreign countries like uh, ah. England oh my and God. Australia. <laughs> good eye, so, good eye, mate. Oh, hey, mate. Ah, oh, ah. Yeah. So it was uh, it Tom was. Holland, who my daughter really wanted yeah. to meet, who's Spider Man, and uh, Chris Hemsworth. 
So we go in, and uh, Chris Hemsworth doing this weird thing. Uh, we went in to have a picture taken, or I, I didn't. I feel like it's cheating. I don't know uh, to go in and take a uh, a picture on the like Comic Con background where they're taking pictures with everybody. Like you can't put it out as an actor or something. Oh, say, I gotcha. Hey, yeah. uh, this is my friend Chris Hemsworth, and it's in front of and, the same thing everybody paid to, to do. Yeah, we're right, in front right. of the commercial background. Right. right. That just look common that, folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the unwashed. The, That's where they go. The, the Scott Longs. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the, Scott, like what Scott would have to stand in line the and have his 20. deplorables. Yeah, you're us, 25. Us deplorables. Yeah, yeah you're you 20 know. in your $5 bill in hand showing before they'll even allow you in the line. So Cash only. <laughs> so uh, he, he just keeps kind of, like he's kind of winking at me like, you know. Was he like, flexing a little? Yeah. <laughs> He, I mean, he, he just does. I, I probably not at you, just joking. the women are just swooning over sure. him. The, the young girls are swooning over Tom Holland and some of the older guys, <laughs> but the, the the women are just they're all like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. So when Juliet met Tom Holland, we're like, are you okay? She's like, no, really? Like, oh yeah, I'd never seen that on my thirteen out. year old daughter. I'm like, that's crazy. But Chris Hemsworth, so we uh, a, a a guy that I become friends with, the head of security there, Brian Vickers, yeah. Who uh, and I'll tell you, we later I took him out to go see Harlan Williams, which was the great. Hey, buddy, oh. that was incredible. He'd never seen Harlan Williams live, and we went to see it. And Harlan's just throwing out, "Hey there, with your Coca-Cola bottleneck, <laughs> try to find a way through your Vickers incendiary comical tweeting foundation." Like the way I do Harlan Williams, is I just look around the room and say, "Hey there, bizarre!" It's like Kaiser Sose. It's, "Hey there, buddy, with your world be free, try to find Bizarro on your Encyclopedia DC Comics Red Vines." How's that going, Power Glove from the Nintendo Entertainment System? So they're just cracking up because he's going. So uh, uh, that was just the story. Later, we're hanging out with Harlan because I want to do the voice. So, <laughs> It's Which we're, uh, he's going to do your show this week, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's going to be over at KUPD. Yeah, yeah. And then I, we're, we're hopefully going to have him. He started telling the audience, he's like, hey, I'm going to do some impersonations with my new coach, Frank Caliendo, <laughs> my voice coach. And he starts telling him, doing all these voices, and then he's just doing these ridiculously bad ones on purpose. Right. Oh, some of them were fairly good. Um, <laughs> but it was just hilarious. I'm like, we need to make a short film about that where I'm just teaching you how to do these voices. Uh, and then you're just doing your own thing. Well, backtrack to we go and uh, they'd set it up for us to go talk to Chris Hemsworth. We thought it was to talk to him a little bit more. It's actually just to take another picture. So Juliet goes in to take another picture with him. And he's like, oh, you were here yesterday, weren't you? And she's like, oh, my God, Chris Hemsworth remembered me. And he did. And right. we don't know because she was she's wearing this big arm thing because of her surgery on her uh on her arm for a broken elbow, and that might have been what was right, yeah. making it. But you can't tell there. Nobody asks about it, really, right? because people are in costumes there, and somebody just thought she was the Winter Soldier or something. <laughs> so we uh, we go off. We do some other stuff. We come back, and we, we I, I the last day I get kind of bold, because I, I, I don't know about you, John. Uh, I know it definitely doesn't apply to you, Scott, but um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but in, in weird situations, like in situations like... Um, where I'm invited to go someplace. I wasn't actually working at this con. I right. had, at this convention, I had promoted it some. But while I was there, I was really there just as a fan with Juliet and Michelle right. to have her meet people. So I could have really walked into the green room at any time. They didn't really have a problem right. with it. But I thought bringing my daughter 
and Michelle in there would be kind of weird. Yeah. I just felt You're like I should. Uh, yeah. yeah. Although Juliet's like, that guy, he's in this show. Nobody's wanted an autograph from him the whole time. And he's walking his son around the whole yeah. time. Right <laughs> That's true. I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm just playing safe. I'm representing some other people and stuff like that. And I just, maybe if we do this again, we'll just do it. But I got bold the last day and we just showed up in the photo booth for Chris Hemsworth. And we're just hanging out there. Because uh, we know the photographers, sure. and everybody's like cool about that. They they were fans. You got an in. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was great. They 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 knew me pretty well. And then um, so we go to take. I, I didn't want to take the picture with just Chris Hemsworth. I thought it was weird. But Vickers and, and I were like, I'll take the picture if you're in it, Brian. Right. He's, he's strong men of Texas. He did a pilot and stuff like. That. I'm like, it's cool for the three of us. So we take a picture. That's cool. It's done. And then Hemsworth goes to talk to somebody else. And then uh, I go, hey, Vickers, let's get a picture just you and me together. Hemsworth sees us and thinks that we're going to take another picture with him. I would never have asked for that. Right? I, I, would, right. I wouldn't say, hey, you, yeah. Thor, can we take another pic? Right. So he comes over and he's like, huh, well, why don't I do this? And he pulls out his cell phone and he takes a picture of all of us. And Juliet's like, you're in Chris Hemsworth's camera roll. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh. Like he took a real picture. But the the photographers took a picture of us getting him taking oh, a selfie with great. us. Like, this is the moment I've been waiting for, this whole convention, just waiting around. This is why you do this. Right. It's, it's just to have a moment. Yeah. It, all Juliet wants is for people to know me. She doesn't care. <laughs> like, she just wants Avengers to know me. And Brie Larson didn't know who I was. Oh, wow. the, no, a lot of the other people didn't know who I was. And it, it turns out... Hemsworth, I guess, did know who I was because Vickers asked him. He goes, "Do you know who that was?" Oh, guy does the voices. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, my brother. It's Rich Little over there. <laughs> He's great. I love him down there. And does a terrible crocodile. Can, can I ask one question, <laughs> Frank? Yeah. You, yeah. you said that there was one person that no one had uh, asked for an autograph for in Chicago. Was that Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> oh, ouch. Was that possibly? <laughs> I mean, it was in Chicago. I didn't know if he just like had his own yeah. booth and no Ooh. one was coming by. And- yeah, let's get into that in a second. The, the last thing I want to do because that Trubisky is going to be a punchline in a lot of jokes. Oh, here. Yeah. poor guy. Um, but uh, going to do, I am going to do Fighter and the Kid tomorrow, which is today. Oh, this is out. Great, Callan and uh, Brendan, Brendan Schaub. Schaub. I've never met Brendan Schaub. Good dude. Uh, he's done your show. Yeah, he's been on a couple of times. He's great. And uh, Callan is going to be on the Happy Endings show, yep. the Holmberg charity event yeah, Christmas. Our Christmas show, uh, December 21st. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Callan, you, Adam yeah. Ray. And the funny thing is, I and I told Callan, you have free reign with this. But John and I, Scott, John and I do a bunch of favors for each other. Um there's a friend. He's doing this podcast. I do. I do. Uh, I'll do events with him for lawyers and stuff. It's ten and, to one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but um, that's good. <laughs> but uh, when I thought, I, and I didn't even talk to you about this. I want to get your real reaction on this. It's so funny because John's like, "Hey, can you do the show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do it." You know, whatever. And Callan's headlining the show. And I didn't think about what the promos for that look like. Oh, yeah. Giant Brian Callen. Yeah. And then smaller Frank Caliendo. Yeah. And then even smaller Adam Ray. Yeah. And then others. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse is it's Holmberg's happy ending. I'm not even on the market. <laughs> <laughs> it just says and Brian Callen. I mean, there, people right. are there for you. I mean, it's unbelievable the... Uh, my son even did this to me on the podcast. He goes, which podcast are you doing tonight? 
I go uh, the one uh, the sports intensive one. Yeah. We'll eventually get to that. Uh, <laughs> sports. That's where the second half is sports, supposedly. Uh, but if you're listening to us for breakdown for official breakdowns, uh, get them from the pundits and then listen yeah. to us to make fun of them. Right. Um, but he's like, uh, oh, this one's get, doing pretty well. I, I go, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's very professional feeling and good. He goes, it's the one with Holmberg, isn't it? <laughs> He's my, he's my, uh, he's my spirit animal. Birthday buddy, yeah, it was my birthday. Pure buddy. evil, yeah. Scott. Did I, I, have I ever told you this? That uh, I, I, I can't, remember, I can't remember his name. That his phone, what he put his. N- oh dear God! Yeah, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, he he named his phone Jeffrey Epstein's phone. Right in front of us wow. at the Oakland Raiders thing at the at their hotel where no. he's staying. So if somebody wants to airdrop him something, yeah. it in or they see it just pop up on Wi-Fi or whatever or Bluetooth, yeah. they just see Jeffrey Epstein's phone. It was the most demonic teenage thing I've ever seen because Frank and I are oh, talking. Oh yeah, you t- you told me that he had done that. Yeah, oh. and it just out of nowhere he just goes, "I just changed the name of my phone to the real Jeffrey Epstein." <laughs> so if anybody airdrops anything, they're gonna look around, and I'm like, "Wow." You're the devil. I love this kid. Yeah, he's great. He's pure evil. He's, yeah. uh, and it's fun because he's a very critical thinker, and everything uh, he hears at school, he just goes, Dad, this is this is what they're telling us. <laughs> I go, oh. really? He goes, why would they tell us that? He's oh. like, could you imagine if they said, and he does the, uh, the opposite political right. take, and he's like, could you imagine? He goes, not even that I think that. He goes, yeah. but what if they did that? I'm yeah. like- People lose their minds. Yeah, they go the wrong direction. I know. I just like that he's a little Shepard Smith in his class. I like that he's thinking. Oh, I yeah, like no. that he's thinking. That's critical. Just, just, but play the game. You have to learn to play the game and listen. I'm, I'm not far to the left or the right, and I go on both sides of everything and like to listen to whatever anybody has to say. I hate all of them. Yeah, right. I try to say it nicer. I hate everyone. Yeah. I'm in the middle hating them all. Yeah. It's people oh, that it. is so me. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a fact. I, I am care. in the middle, hating them all. I call myself a passionate moderate. Yeah. How in the world can anybody pick a side? This is like choosing yeah. between the Bengals and the Dolphins. But there's a – but that that's a terrible game. That's not, <laughs> Nobody wants to no see that. There's no me in that game. And to sit and be passionate about one of them is stupid. Yeah, have your no, own thoughts. The, the Bengals would be Trump because they're all orange. <laughs> 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 I've actually painted stripes on myself to be more of a bangle. <laughs> Can I tell my disgusting story real quick? Hold on. I'm oh. anti Dolphrain. <laughs> you almost crapped your pants today. And oh, my, yeah. And my drive over here, I was chewing some gum, <laughs> and I swallowed it because t- I tend to swallow gum. I don't know why. I just do. So I swallowed it, and then I took a drink of water and realized that the gum wasn't all the way down and did a little, like, Pretty clear burp, you know those old no. man burps, and uh, gurgled up and just sat in my car and went and just <laughs> you Harry Carey, uh, hey, I just threw up all over myself. So I'm in a borrowed shirt because I I literally puked in my mouth to the point where I couldn't hold anymore, and then stuff came out. So I showed up with friend. I went to a gas station, tried to scrub it, and it was just kind of an orange stain. I'm like, I just vomited all over myself in the car like a child, like a little infant baby. I opened the door to the car, and the guy next to me at the stoplights watched me. I'm looking right at him, and I just opened my mouth, and just <laughs> way too much stuff that's supposed to be in one person's mouth came out at once. Shut the door again and stared at him like, I'm sorry. Like a Saturday Night Live yeah. barf sketch? Yeah, it was, but it was, there was no noise. It was just an open mouth, oh. whatever, because I went <laughs> in the car earlier. 
Hey! <laughs> and the little gurgled out, got on my shirt. I started to laugh. I'm like, you just threw up like an infant. You're a grown man. And you're just you just infant. You burped. You but, literally burped up. But when you got here, you had, you're like, it looks okay now that I've cleaned it up. And you have... <laughs> Chicken wings. Bile. There's just it was, bile. It was orange. But I all I had was the gas station water and a little scrubby. And I'm like, that's good. That water will dry up. And it was drying in like an orange stain. But the best the bile. best part is then you're trying on small jerseys that Joey's gotten rid of over here because he's like, you can put these on the podcast. Hang on but at the back. <laughs> They're like men's smalls. And I come over with a shirt for him. And he's just wearing a Julio Jones yeah. uh, really small. small. Yeah, that was a tiny lady's shirt. It fit, though. It looked good. I looked like Julio. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I looked a little like Julio. Kind of like my friend Chris Hemsworth. I <laughs> wanted to take a selfie with you. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's let's. So we're all clear. Scott, have you vomited on yourself like a child? Or Frank and I are going through our second childhood very early. Um, I've got plenty of stories like that, but, but I not, feel today. Like, uh, we've, uh, not today. Not okay. today. That goes with my Daryl Hammond story. <laughs> all right, that'll be so, I'll give you one pocket. last. This is just a quick aside um, because it, I thought of it as you were talking about the just the awkward moment of doing <laughs> right. that and barfing and like in your own just car. releasing out of oh, your so mouth bad. in front of somebody. I remember eating. I was in Vegas. I was walking somewhere in Vegas, and I stopped at a gas station and ate some powdered donuts. <laughs> And I just, I was starving and I ate the, I just gobbled them down. And uh, I went somewhere to get a, 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 maybe I'd had the powdered donuts with me and I stopped to get a Diet Dr. Pepper or something. This type is back drink. when you were a large man. No, yeah, it's fairly large, yeah. and I was, but I was working in Vegas at the time and I stopped to get a drink and people are just staring at me, just like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> so I finally. I get I back to the hotel and I look and there's powder all over my nose from the powdered donut. And now I know what it felt like to be judged as a homeless man, a very fat homeless man <laughs> with a cocaine problem, with a cocaine problem. People wondering, how can you be so fat homeless and on drugs? He gets his cocaine from powdered donuts. It's an amazing combination. That's where he gets his superpowers. <laughs> He's going to go sign autographs at Ace. Now, this is the story I do have to insert if we're going to talk about this. I My best friend was living in Panama. It was before the canal had been switched and the military, U.S. military, was based down in uh, Panama Canal. So I go visit him. I get to the airport, which is definitely a third world airport, and uh, they pull him over to the side. And they say, is this your suitcase? And I'm like, yeah. He's, he opens it up. He's like, coca, coca. And he's rubbing his there's there's power my suitcase and he's rubbing his gums going coca coca and i'm like no 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 coca who would be the stupidest person ever to go to panama right next to colombia to bring cocaine in there it would have been me and he's like it's it's baby powder i f with you <laughs> i mean it was the greatest i mean i he told i mean i really was like it was midnight express and yeah uh, so yeah, that's my. Uh, that's, that's the place they should story. not be allowed to joke, to joke in Panama right. about drugs yeah. at the airport. Yeah, that's the that's oh, the hat trick of awful.
But good one on that guy. He's funny. It was a good. Oh, he he got me good. Yeah. that was a good one. All right, and and here's a good one. We're halfway through the show. We haven't talked about sports once yet. I brought up the Bengals and Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, that that counts. <laughs> it right? counts. That's a sport. It just has to be a flag once in it. every ten minutes sure. or so. Need tons of at the end of this episode. Uh, we're gonna tack on the nerding out episode, uh, which just aired over on the Comic Playground for the final time, and it's a sample for people who uh, are interested in some of the stuff even we talked about today. But uh, it's kind of a pilot for that. It's going to yeah. be evolving, and it was. It ended up being a lot of fun. John was. wasn't even sure if he wanted to be part of it. Oh, sure, then, I wanted to be near it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, then by the end, you yeah, realize like, this is great. Yeah, it's a it's a lot yeah. of fun. But it's it's not a hundred percent there yet. But I even talked to the guys from Fireside who are just one of them is just a super blowhard yeah. with the ability to just talk about any subject. Unreal. And then when they quiz us at the end, it's a lot of it's a it's a lot of fun. Is that so, the exact guy. Was that? Is that his name, Zach? Zach was fantastic. He was amazing. Yeah. yeah. He was great. He did a Pokemon show. presentation. It was basically a Pokemon TED Talk, and uh, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. That and was really Brian, Brian Augustine, who's written, edited, and created comic books, is uh, part of that as well, and looks like- World's foremost Richard Attenborough impression. <laughs> Got the cane. It just needs the mosquito, and it's complete. He even has a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my comic book shop. So let's get into the sports. Let's uh we got four minutes left for sports. It's uh, really all we need. Uh Patriots should have their parade now where the weather's nice. It's unbelievable, right? Don't you think? I enjoyed I this is a promo I want to do right now. I know we're in the middle of a podcast, but why not just do it in the middle? Let's all do Bill Belichick not trying to smile as he's <laughs> Do you ever see Jim Carrey in his old act do Michael Landon smiling. Oh, yeah. You see him it did, took that's forever kind of, to build up. Yeah, that's, that's kind of Bill. All right, so now we'll do this right now. Bill Belichick trying not to smile after completely pulling one over on the Jets and Gase. All right. Wide shot, gonna Dexter. Cry. Wide shot. He's wide shot. Cry. And did you hear about that afterwards? Oh, it's brilliant what he did to them with the the clock stopping thing. Kind of a loophole. Yeah, it's loophole in the rules. Probably shouldn't be a loophole. They should probably <laughs> fix that. I love when he just blatantly tells them how what their rules are in the NFL. But the truth is. Oh. Nobody else knows the people will claim they're cheating and all this stuff. He, how does he know that? The rub rule on wide receiver routes is he's the only guy that that has created this issue that he can run them and for some reason has makes defensive backs worry that if they get run into, they'll get called. So he makes the defensive back dance and lose his steps, and the receivers are always open. Those crossing routes, he runs a rub route pick every play like basketball. And for some reason, his receivers do it so perfect that this, the corners and the linebackers jump around the receiver that's going to bump them and gives them uh, the receiver they're supposed to be with another foot and a half. I don't know why anybody does. And then when you watch Belichick's defense, they just plow into the guy trying to run that same play, and they get called for offensive pass interference because he's told his receivers or his uh, linebackers and corners, 
smash into anybody that's trying to pick you and then throw yourself on the ground. Right. And they call once, and those guys are all of a sudden paranoid from there on out. It's incredible. His loophole knowledge is amazing. But how do you how do you even find that? Are you do you have unless you are like tapes. a lawyer? Tapes. You have people. <laughs> you have lots of tapes. Lots of tapes of things you yeah. shouldn't have. Yes, lots of them. Old stuckies. Yes. <laughs> Old videos. <laughs> it's uh, Bill Belichick's house is probably the opposite of all of ours, where there's a whole group of tapes marked. Uh, like as football games, but they're not. His are all just porns, but they're actually like other teams' practices. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're, it's they're the all opposite. Debbie does, yeah, and is. you know. That's my uh, extensive porn collection. <laughs> yeah. Don't even look at it. It's yeah. gross. You wouldn't want to see. It's a lot of throat that. bang. It's, it's embarrassing. It's I even disgusting. have that out right now. I, uh, I, I wouldn't go in that room. You know, But it's really the Jets' practices from every week. <laughs> Lana, Lana Rhodes' throat bang. Give me that real quick, man. <laughs> This is uh, what Darnold's going to try. <laughs> it's, um, it's the opposite of my house completely. Toledo has that picture of Belichick up. I could look at that all day. Yeah, that, that rye, he just the cat canary thing. He's got Absolutely. the Cheshire grin. He has the and canary that bottom in his mouth. Penalty declined underneath him is just so perfect because he's winning. And there's a certain point where as a fan that used to hate the Patriots, I can't anymore. I, they're just smarter. He's awful. He's he is Chancellor or whatever. Palpatine. Yeah, he's Palpatine. And there's nothing you can do. The dark side has one. Period. But they're doing they don't have superstars. No. They have some star I mean, Tom Brady, let, let's take him out of the 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 picture. He's not the Tom Brady that he even was. He's still fantastic. Yeah. But he knows the game. And I think this is gonna lead into something Scott wanted to talk about too, but He's the he knows Brady. Even when he has a bad game, he's seventy years old. He's going to have some bad. Yeah. You know, you're gonna. I, but his bad game is still better than like seventy percent of the league. Yeah. So, but I'll did, take. Did you see that stat where uh, first and second year quarterbacks are either nineteen o in nineteen or o in twenty yeah. against Belichick? Yeah. They That's don't. They don't get beat by people they don't have tape on. That's the crazy part. They beat people. They're like, well, we'll guess and see what they're going to do. He's amazing. It's amazing what they're doing. And I would well, disagree. It's a, it's a vicious cycle in yeah. the AFC East where you're constantly getting first and second year quarterbacks by the yep. Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins because he beats the crap out of them. Yeah. And they get rid of him after three years. He wrecks their confidence because they got to play him twice a year. And then what happens? They draft another quarterback yeah. every two or three years. So he's, I would guess, probably 12 of those 20 quarterbacks at least yeah. are AFC's quarterbacks. It's got to be true. Um, yeah. Can can I insert my first joke? Oh, go. Topical joke. It's yeah. on the subject. Oh, I was, yeah, I was going to try and force yes. it, force yes. it in, but I love that you're forcing it in. <laughs> what a setup. <laughs> Can I tell a joke so the, now? The, yeah, yeah. He's learning that's, how to do this. I, Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Let me yeah. do it. Scott, let me do a quick disclaimer. Scott Long is actually a very funny human being. Yeah, very. We, we have talked him into doing topical jokes that he would never want to do, and we even told him to write some incredibly bad ones, and we'll try and guess which ones he tried on and which ones he didn't. It's like when Leno used to always have to get, let me ask you a question. What else are you going to do? It's a talk show. Can I ask a question? Let me ask a question. It didn't understand why he always did that, but Scott now does it with his comedy. True Can story, I tell true story, true story. Yeah. I was on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you just, and now you, you go. You just ust you. You to us. No, you just ust you to us something. I don't know. Okay. So the Jets' greatest quarterback is Broadway Joe, 
And in 2019, they have Community Theater Sam. That's, who. <laughs> that's not bad. I, that's a really good one. That's I like solid. It. I like that's that a, a lot. I yeah, like, I'm sorry. I, I'm, that's good. I'm sorry. I, I like that a lot. I, I, I like when you're – there's some fun to you being so humble with it and yeah. scared. It's very Midwestern. Um, I'm a nervous. Very Midwestern. And I, and, and no, 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 no. Holmberg, you what? don't understand. I am I am very cocky on stage. That's oh, yeah. what Frank, I think, is pointing out. People used to – I grew up in Iowa, and I would go to New York, and people are like, you're from Iowa. You seem like a New Yorker. And I'm like, well, if your father beats you enough, you come out like you grew up in the Bronx, even though you grew up in the Cornstalk ghetto of Iowa. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's who I really am. Uh, but, you know, that's not my role here. <laughs> I yeah. like you. Good. Either way, I like the angry. I like the emphatic, uh, like ending, like the punctuation on the punchline. It was great. Mm, that was Scott a good one. Long like being short. Yes, I like yes, that one exactly. Yeah, that was key. Yeah, how about how about that that line? Uh, <laughs> I just I just us you us ourselves. Ah, forget it. <laughs> Move on. Uh, before we go on to the quarterbacks, um, is there something to this? Belichick's dad was at the Naval Academy, or did he yeah. coach at the Naval Academy? Something like that. that was. Yeah. But there's yeah. some military background, and I feel like the New England Patriots are a military branch. If if anything, they're all about the the business of the game. Do what you're told to do. Yeah. Follow orders. Don't ask questions. They. Somebody got into a fight this week, and they find him and said, "You're, not, you're, you're not done. Playing. You're, yeah. You're, who but, was that? Uh, uh, well, the the guy that was Michael, from uh, Michael uh, Tom Bennett. Brady. Bennett. Yeah, Michael Bennett and Tom Brady. You're out, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tom, I've had it. You looked at my porn stash. Get Tom, it. I told you not to look at. Those I told you not to look at the videos and don't talk about it. Um, Michael Bennett, who's not a small name there, All right? But he's had trouble in the past, and he had a short leash. Someday they'll probably hold a guy out of a Super Bowl. Hey, oh, oh, never. But they, but I would disagree that. with you, though, that they don't have superstars this year because I think, and again, they haven't played anybody, so it's hard to tell, and their defense is allowing seven points a game. But uh, that secondary okay, is amazing. You're, you're right. So I, I, cause I, the problem is I only think offense. Yeah, I, really well, yeah, think but offense that, I mean, that I defense is the best the Patriots defense has ever been to this point. Now, again, they have to play somebody. But unfortunately, in 2019, there aren't any good teams. Uh, there's the Patriots. How can there the Saints, not be the any Packers. good teams? Their uh, parity has made everything so even it's become mediocre first. And the Patriots have dodged it by playing the salary cap loopholes and doing brilliant stuff. They do have that backup loophole with Tom Brady by investing in his company and taking it out of his salary and balancing that back, which is another amazing loophole that occasionally when they defer his money, uh, Robert Kraft magically invests in TB12 about the same amount they just took away. Yeah. Which is an unbelievable. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, just an unbelievable side. Because he's, you know, I'll invest in that. He's allowed to do it. They found that little loophole that says your owner can invest in a, in a company. So TB12 became a company the first year he deferred all that money to go sign other people. And he'll get it back. But in the meantime, here's most of it for now. But uh, that's- And that's what's happening with the Bidens. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Quid pro quo, Quid. Clarice. Have the Ukrainian stop screaming? <laughs> Hello, Clarice. I like that. <laughs> he calls. He calls the press Clarice now. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. He's about five foot eleven, hundred eighty-five pounds, strongly built, blonde hair, blue eyes. Says he was from Philadelphia, but he could have lied. Hey, Senator, how's your suit? <laughs> 
Yeah, but the secondary is so good this year that they've done that. So I don't see them in an AFC that can compete with them well, yeah, uh, on any Patrick level. Patrick Mahomes He's now out. down. And they weren't – look, the Colts – I think the Colts with Andrew Luck, were, that was my pick before the season to be a super uh, thorn in the side of the Patriots. Same as Morgan. I Mindy. really thought – yeah, I really thought they were going to – And then they that, were. And I still and they've think, got the coaching too. Yeah, they're, and their def- right now, defense is you know, great. People are – People are, I mean, are all over, you know, oh, Brissett's really good. He's 15 or 20 in the yeah. quarterback world. Yeah. But Reich, now we're looking at the Eagles falling apart. Yeah. And he was the quarterback coach and the quarterback whisperer the year they won the Super Bowl to Foles yeah. and to Wentz. And, uh, you know, everybody, you know, the, the people that I respect, like Michael Lombardi and guys that work for Belichick, they, they say, okay, this guy's the real deal. Frank Reich is the real deal. Yeah. And that's what, if they have, but they don't have a, you know, Brissett's a tw- around 15 or 20. Yeah. That's who he is as a quarterback. I don't know if I Can want him. the Super Bowl with Yeah, him? I, don't, I don't know if I want him in the huge game uh, with right. it on the line. I know Andrew Luck, I would I would love that. Yeah. Brissett has to prove himself. That's all it is. Maybe Reich can get him there. But the thing that the Colts have done is defense. That defense last year became this, like, kind of powerhouse in the NFL. And then their offense came along right with it because they were already good. I thought they were going to be there with Mahomes out, and I think the Colts exposed the Chiefs for what they can be—that you can you can clock them if you've got yeah. a game at all. Just keep them off. Well, Don't... they did the offensive yeah. line. Their offensive line just beat them up. They yep. held the ball thirty-seven minutes. Yeah. Mahomes had less than twenty-three. Yeah, and it's that old uh, deal when Belichick was the defensive coordinator with the Giants, and. Um, you know, they basically ran the ball with Otis Anderson. Yep. The defense controlled things, and they beat you know a great, a better team. That a year. much better team. Old yeah, school they, football yeah. beats everything. It's well, it's almost and to you know crazy gear switch with all the stuff going on in baseball with the live ball and all that. In the end, the World Series is the two best pitching teams, and we're going to see a lot of hopefully a lot of four three games where it just always comes back to the fundamentals of every sport will win every time. Greg Popovich proved it uh, in basketball. Belichick's proving it in football. And Belichick's three years ahead, by the way, because this is a passing league. This is a crazy offensive league. And what's he done over the last few years? Build my defense to beat that. And last year's Super Bowl proved it. 13-3 against the Rams. Are you kidding me? And this year he's running a defense that can do seven points a game because these offenses aren't that complicated. They're just constant. So he's taking that away because he built a secondary that you can't get past. Yeah. It's unreal how Bill Belichick has and gamed he was, the system. He on. was ahead of the system or ahead of everybody on the tight ends, too. Absolutely. He was doing double tight ends. Yep. And yep. The tight end became receiver before everybody was using it. It was because everybody went to that Steelers 3-4 blitz attack in the early 2000s. He's like, the only thing you can't do with that is cover tight ends. Your, your outside linebackers are always running forward. I'll just keep dinking and dunking, and we'll spread you out. You've got to bring defensive backs in. No team that went to it could cover it. That changed everything. And now defenses are just copying what they do, which they're a hybrid of every defense in football. 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, nickel. And they, they do everything better than everybody. That's the thing. Yep. It's completely yep. – with the whole thing with uh, – what's his name? Um, who was the quarterback for the Jets? I can't think of his Sam name. Sam Darnold. Darnold. Darnold, I'm seeing ghosts. Like people Community are theater crazy. Sam? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble with names. <laughs> with Darnold, it's better the second time. Yeah, I like that yeah. one a lot. That's gonna be. That's what we're just gonna call him from now on. Community <laughs> Theater yeah. Sam. CT Sam. Yeah. CT. I like him. CTS. <laughs> so, uh, and people are going on and on about that today. About how, why did uh, I, I have to question that? Why, if you're the Jets, do you it's the let Jets' you, fault? 
Why? Yeah, absolutely. You you don't fault ESPN or any network for trying to get as much access as they can. But why would you say yes against Bill Belichick, knowing what Belichick's record is against young quarterbacks with a guy who's been out with a enlarged spleen? Yeah, and and is prone to making errant throws anyways, yeah. trying to win the game even when down twenty four nothing with big throws. Why would you let your guy – and he's not a guy who's out there trying to be in commercials and stuff. No. He seems to be kind of an introvert off the field. Now, the seeing ghosts, I like the honesty of that from him to yeah. his coach. Huge. I, I think that's great. Like, to be honest and tell your coach, I'm I'm just overmatched here. There's yeah. a reality. I'm in over my head. Uh, he said it. it and there's – and why is that not to be expected? It because that should be expected by almost yeah. everybody. Look at the second half against the Chiefs last year. There's I mean, no, Mahomes, they just stop everything. Yeah, they, no team isn't in over their head. And then you put a guy like that in there. And I think they were just riding high off that Dallas win, and they yeah. really thought maybe we have something here. But I mean, yeah, and there was like 13 people on the field for the Patriots for him every play. And you could see it. It was pathetic to watch because you're like, geez, you can't. He's getting no help. It was almost like this helpless feeling as a viewer that this is look, just. Look, look, I mean, look at that draft, though. Okay. There, that draft had um, Baker Mayfield first. Then they had, um, you know, Community Theater Sam. <laughs> and then they had uh, uh, third was Allen with the Bills. Yeah. Uh, then there was Rosen and then Lamar Jackson. And. I think Mayfield, I, I feel, I, I'm not quite sure about him. I was never a fan of Darnold. And he, I, I watched Urban Meyer this past weekend talk about the five things he looks for in a quarterback. Now, he's a college coach. Mm -hmm. But as Frank and I were talking earlier, I feel like there's a transition going on in the NFL. It might be the new money ball for the NFL, and that is bring in a running quarterback with this kind of skills that Lamar Jackson has, don't worry if he gets hurt or if he doesn't. You got him for three or four years under a cheap contract. You can build your team around. Basically, the the Seahawks did this with Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, Russell Wilson's a better passer. But Urban Meyer said he's looking for competitive spirit, toughness, leadership, intelligence, and the ability to extend plays. And I look at Darnold, and I don't. None he, to me, it. seems like a poor man's Matthew Stafford. That's yeah. the best he could be. Not a bad quarterback. I think the game's kind of evolving away from him a little bit, too. But I don't feel like he's a super smart guy. He's not really a leader. I'm not saying he's not tough, but the competitive spirit thing. Did you see Lamar Jackson lose his mind yeah. when that ball was not snapped on time? That was the moment when I snapped to become a total fan of his because I saw that competitive spirit in that quarterback. And I don't see that out of a lot of the new quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Tom Brady supposedly wants to beat you at everything he does. Yeah. You know, the Michael think, oh, Jordan type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson has that. And so many of these younger quarterbacks don't have it. They might have all the skills at the combine, but they don't have that passion to just beat you. Yeah, and uh, uh, I I love that about him, and uh, you know 
I'm now on board with the Ravens, and I wasn't even Man, last I'm not week. at all. You're that not, was a big I, win. No, I'm still not all convinced about it. I'm watching them play against Pittsburgh, and I watched them against the Cardinals. I was like, man, they want this to be a better team than they are because they've got such a marquee, exciting-looking player. But if I'm, if I'm like what Scott says is true, I mean, the, the league is evolving into this young college coach, whip it all over the field thing. But who's winning every year? The guy with the, the base program, pocket yeah, passers, but- Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes can get out of the pocket and move, but he wants to stay there. But there just aren't that many of those guys. I know. They don't don't exist. But wouldn't you try to build that system with offensive and defensive lines before you would say, let me get Lamar Jackson, beat him up for four years, because it hasn't won anybody anything. But maybe it's that hard to do, to build that up and take that amount of time. Even Russell Wilson who was drafted as that guy, has become a pocket passer. Well, you just I don't think want Russell to flush Wilson out. has more. He's great. He's so un- – yeah. you watch him, he looks like a shortstop yeah. playing yeah. quarterback. Uh, he's outstanding. Well, he was but, a superstar baseball player great. growing up. But I you mean, still like, look at Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is killing it again. Drew Brees, if he was in the league, is killing it. They've, they've taped Teddy Bridgewater in the Saints and made him a pocket passer who has legs if needed. It's not a run-first option, which is why I always look at teams like the Ravens. I'm like, this is fun to watch for a little bit. You're going to lose. You're going to lose later to a team like the Patriots who are like, no, fundamentally, we'll destroy you. Basketball is the same thing. I always go to Popovich and go, the Spurs were the most boring, amazing thing I've ever watched because they would go in and anybody who wanted to play that Showtime nonsense that would start floating all over the court, Popovich would stand there in their gray uniforms and their dull gray faces and just huh. watch you for a few quarters and go, are you done? Watch this. And destroy But the you league doesn't want that. No, of the course The league doesn't want the Patriots. But they're the selling you this stuff. In the meantime, you're going to get stuck with the Saints, Patriots, Packers, Patriots, Super Bowl at this point, and all these flashy things that are going to go by are just good for ratings, and it's a good business. Okay, but. who can beat? Who has a chance to beat the Patriots? There's nobody in, the, a, in the AFC. AFC is dry. They, they, no, the no, Patriots. The AFC, I don't see. Yeah. We're going to find out how good the Ravens are in a couple of weeks because the Patriots are going to go at and play at the Look, Ravens. The Steelers stopped Lamar Jackson. Steelers' defense isn't as bad as its numbers, but they're good. They're very talented. They stopped Lamar Jackson with one plan and said, you're going to be oh, just right. throwing the ball downfield. He couldn't. He hit one big pass. Belichick stops your best player. And that's what he'll do. And, he's and they don't have anything else. You want to tr- Hollywood Brown is not getting past that secondary. Yeah. They've got nobody. And you're not. You're going to mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, these guys? No, you're not. You think when they play Baltimore, when the Patriots play Baltimore, we're going to see more of this? <laughs> the Rock? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it'll be a no. close game because Harbaugh is the one guy that seems to – he's he's got almost a little Rex Ryan anymore. Those are the yeah. two guys that seem to be able to compete with Belichick yeah. in games. But, I mean, overall, no, the Patriots yeah. are a, so much Class. a better veteran yeah. team. They're smarter in their defenses. But there are a couple teams, I and, think, in the NFC okay. that yeah. could compete with them. Harbaugh's the thing with Belichick, to me, has always been that huck-and-chuck system that frustrates Belichick. Is that when, when, At least with Flacco, when things weren't going well, send a guy deep and have him rattle the corner with a deep ball and slow down, speed up, and try to get a flag. And it worked a lot. Harbaugh would have Flacco throw just to the sideline. Nobody's picking this off. And then his, his receiver would get run over or do something. He had that weird little thing where he could draw deep ball flags and destroy Belichick's, like, loophole the loophole and, and go for flags. And Flacco used to huck and chuck on third and 16s and things like that. And occasionally it would work. And sometimes they'd flag. Otherwise, they'd have the best punter in football go out there and play a, game, a ball control. They can't do that with this defense now. The Ravens' defense – cannot play a field possession game against the Patriots. Nobody can. 
They're better than everybody in the AFC, period. All right. But, save for the Colts. I think the Colts are the one team that might throw a little wrench in. Right, and they play old school. Yep. Similar. Exactly. Martley coach. Yep. It's the old football is the ultimate team game. This is the biggest difference between the NBA and the NFL. You can have one player or two players completely dominate yep. an NBA game and change it. Two players in an NFL game, unless it's the quarterback and I don't, know, I don't even know who else it could be. But the quarterback can make a determination. But if the line isn't there, there's Doesn't nothing. Matter. You can't yep. you can't do it without. So in the NFC, the Saints I think have a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridgewater's proving to be fantastic. Somebody's going to try. Maybe the Bears, Bears try and get Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple teams that could That'll be at the it. end of the season, though. The Bears, the Bears are actively searching right now. There's Cam Newton rumors. <laughs> there's yeah. uh, all sorts of stuff for Chicago, and I think they're just knee jerking because they got such a good defense, and that's going to destroy their team. If they make a trade for a quarterback right now, that just announces no. we've got trouble. Yeah, you got to stick with Trubisky. They're out of it. I think so too. The the Bears are out of it because that division is so strong. Obviously, the Packers look good, but I'm the last three weeks. The Vikings have got it figured out. They're five and two. Arguably, the second best defense in in the NFC, at least next to the Saints. I look at the the. I mean, they've got explosive receivers on the edge. They've got a really good running back. The Vikings really good. Great defenders. Yeah. No, no. I mean, they're loaded, and it really just came down to Cousins not playing well early in the year. He seems to have found it. Like, he's playing Redskins Cousins now, which is 15 in the league, and that's going to be good enough, especially if Breeze doesn't come back. I mean, we've seen the Vikings and the Saints have had some great playoff games recently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, yeah. The the Hail Marys and – the outcomes have not been. I mean, exactly, two years ago. Yeah, but the you know, and then you forget the the Forty ers just traded for Emmanuel Sanders today, and so yeah. that's another team that nobody's talking about. Have built themselves off. Yeah, the Niners are yeah off stout lines on both sides from running the football, yeah. tight end play with George Kittle. Now you've got a deep threat in Sanders because their second best receiver had fifteen catches. Kittle's catching everything because they're not letting Garoppolo go crazy. They will loosen him up a little bit. Use checks out. That's the big reason why. Otherwise, they'd be running the ball 35 times a game. That offensive line's destroying people. Again, fundamental football. Well coached. Incredibly well coached. Fundamental football will defeat this flashy stuff every time. That's what makes football so great. You end up going back with a well-coached, like Frank Reich went back in and said, we can't beat Mahomes at his game. We have to run the ball. If we can't – he was throwing – he was throwing a fishing line in and basically said, if you guys can't block and we can't run, we're going to lose this game by 25 points. Yeah. So get out there and block, and we'll load that box and we get three, four yards of carry every play. Well, that's that's Belichickian because yep. it's stop their best player. And yep. how do you stop Patrick Mahomes? You don't let him get on the Doesn't field. Doesn't get the ball. That's It's as simple as that, and it's the oldest Lombardi-esque type coaching ever. Keep the ball in our hands. Five, six-minute drives at a time. If we don't score, it's still okay. The clock is our friend. And then we go out and trust defense. And if we can't, tip your cap. They're better than us. But other than the Colts, I don't see anybody as well-coached and capable of slowing the Patriots down at their own game. You don't because, see the Saints being able to? Oh, no, no, in the AFC. Okay. The Saints, AFC, I think the AFC Saints and Packers. Yeah. Done right now. Saints and think... Packers, and the 49ers are still a question mark to me. I don't, I don't I think, think the Packers the... have a good enough defense. They... I think they're better than – I just think that they're all new. So everybody's yeah. kind of – Relating them to before. Uh, uh, the, 
that th- I feel the same way, Frank, about the Packers. I feel like it's going to start coming back to him a little bit. And I don't like a brand new coach yeah. that really has no experience in the playoffs. I mean, they might grow into it. They're obviously a better team than they were last year. If you want to know, obviously I mentioned Reich was the uh, coordinator for the Eagles when they went to the Super Bowl. Who was the coordinator for the Falcons? Offensive coordinator. Shanahan. Shanahan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. So you look at those two teams, and they have both just fallen off the edge. Yeah, that's the amazing and, thing. You, uh, you lose these coordinators or coaches yeah. that are developing the offense. If you are a quarterback whisperer in an NFL offense and you become a head coach, there's a pretty good chance that y- you were the reason your team yeah. was doing well. Yep, and you had a young quarterback that, that bonded to you. Whatever's going on in New Orleans, it, it may be Peyton. But he's got that he's too. Great. He's amazing. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater's five and zero, oh, and they're not playing the same game. And they don't have Kamara. I mean, they're running backups all over the place, and they just beat what would be the best defense in football if they weren't on the field thirty nine minutes a game, and they handled them. I mean, they ended up running away with that game. But the Saints and Bears game uh, should have been a little bit more bloody, but the Saints just wore down that defense until they could do whatever they wanted. The Saints, yeah. to me, are the class of the NFC. Uh, not nice. to the level the Patriots. They were so are. close the last oh, couple. They, of years. they, they were in it. Screwed over a couple yeah. times. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, but again, my conspiracy theory is Los Angeles has a team now. That's the largest media market in the country. So if we can make them Super Bowl bound, that's probably where we should lean. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> you with me on that? Yeah, I mean, there's a that piece calls of me. I don't so wanna... vulgar there's... and awful that it, it just that they out. changed replay sort in the offseason of. right no yeah uh, they they announced a surface change. in yeah. a surface level they changed a rule because of it to make it seem like they're putting a band-aid on right. it but they've done right. nothing all right let's let's go from the most uh obvious team sport to the most individual sport and we're gonna uh, zoom through this stuff to a little bit basketball zion williamson out Ugh. zion williamson uh out and I'm, I went from really excited about the NBA season just because of that. Not even thinking they're going to win. I just want to see him jump over people oh my, and just blow over guys. Yeah. And now I don't. I have no like. Could you imagine having spent thousands of dollars on Pelicans season <laughs> tickets, and Zion isn't there till at least December, if yeah. at all? Well, New Orleans has the least Fortune 500 companies. In, in any major sport, maybe even less in Memphis, I think, after really? the flood. So you got two professional teams. Everybody cares about the Saints, and somehow they're trying to sell the Pelicans, and then that happens. You yeah. just, I mean, and David Griffin's what, what unbelievable, but uh, he's this, done a great job with him. For yeah. this to happen, I, but tell me, who else are you excited to see? Are you excited to see? Clippers, Lakers. The Clippers are missing uh, Paul George. Yeah, right. Uh, everybody's injured. Kevin Durant's out. Clay again, Thompson's out. I mean, you start looking at basketball, and with a wink and a nod to Belichick again, saying, "Let's just kind of rest." You know, October, November, December. Eh, we'll get into January, and everybody will be healthy again. So you even have guys who aren't as hurt as they could be when when uh, Pop and and Steve Kerr and all those guys started to just rest stars because it's like it's awfully early. These games don't right. even really matter. You make a run in February. Just stay stay competitive, and February will make our move. 
There's no real reason, unless you're a team that's trying to go undefeated or lose nine games, to just go out and blast everybody like Golden State did a couple years ago and the you know the Bulls used to. I don't really see basketball the same way as I used to. I used to love the whole season. I don't get into it until like February anymore. I pay attention, but I'm not going home to watch games like I used to, unless it's March. I like the stuff. first week. I love I like the beginning. the first yeah. week. Yeah, the, the first week because there's been a lot of movement, so I can get excited about the first week. And Directv gives you the fir- the first week free. Yeah, and I'll watch that, and I'll be like, oh, you know what? This the uh, Utah Jazz are really good. Yeah, and uh, the Denver Nuggets are really good, and I don't ever get to see them, so I watch them for a week. Then I'm like, I don't want to watch any more pro. I'll watch in February or March, yeah. and I just I take it off for that yeah, period. All right, the what, same way. We started out the show talking about some of the, the trinkets and whatnot that I've been putting in on the shelves in, in the studio here. The, uh, the figures that Todd McFarland gave me, he gave me seven of his toys last year to give to my son. He gave me to Giannis Antetokounmpo. He gave me still on the same team. Uh, Somebody James, grew up in Milwaukee. Didn't yeah, know that name, James. So. Har- I'm a fan of his brother more than him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Larry, Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark and Larry. Mark, I don't Larry, know. Mark, Larry. They're both. Hi, I'm uh, Giannis. I'm Larry. That's my other brother, Larry. Um, Newhart. And I'm going to play an elf someday. <laughs> a Papa Elf. James Harden. He's on the same team. Then to look around, uh, Shaggy. No, that's no, Shaggy's on the same team. So I don't know where any other the other stuff other is. The ones are uh, LeBron or uh, Chairbron Mao. <laughs> oh, there it is over there at the Lakers. LeBron, uh, Bron Sedong. Um, went down there. Uh, yeah. I can't even see it. Uh, Porzingis. He's, oh. This is uh, him on New York. Okay. Not anymore. No, he's gone. Uh,. What's his name? Um, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. There. Wrong it's a rocket team. now. Let's oh, there's see. another one. Uh, Kyrie Irving. I see down As there. A Celtic. The Celtic. Wow. Yeah, you 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 get all the. That yeah. is crazy. But this is this is just this is like six it's eight NBA. months ago. Yeah. That that's that's how different the teams are. We're missing one. There was one more team. But it, it's is amazing. it the Barry Bonds uh, home run ball? Did McFarland give you that one too? Didn't he buy that? <laughs> yeah, for like he bought McGuire's, didn't he? Uh, he oh, bought McGuire's. Mark McGuire, and then McGuire's. Barry Bonds. Yeah. Uh, that was the year they he, he spent <laughs> millions right. on that sixty-one ball. Yeah, oh, oh there oh, it is, Kevin Durant. Kevin oh, yeah. Durant, who's <laughs> up there with Golden State? Is he missing an arm? What is going on with it? Oh Jesus, oh, poor Kevin. He's hurt again. He's out another eight weeks. And at 10. A, oh, my God, he broke his leg. <laughs> I put his leg on backwards. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> That's, That's it perfect. Looks, it looks like a cake pop. McFar- McFarlane is getting very accurate with the way these things go. Yeah. That, Their that, injuries are now part of the bending backwards. Yeah. I love the visual podcast jokes. Well, we, we do promos. Ready? Belichick. Okay, that's true. Belichick looking at the Durant. Get a wide, Baxter. Get a wide. Toledo's <laughs> like, I, I, do I edit this? It's no. like, get rid of all. All right. Uh, we, that's our basic. Uh, we'll, oh, you got to remember, though. You got to remember this. I'm a Suns fan. So as a kid growing up here in Phoenix and being a Suns fan, the last eight or nine years have been just detrimental to my love of the game of basketball because yeah. I've watched my team get dismantled by a moron. I'll say it, not necessarily a reflection of you guys or this show, yeah. but the guy who runs that team has devastated it for his own ego and his own everything. He has no idea what he's doing. I, I regularly say this on the show, and it drives me nuts that they have watched this once-proud franchise become someplace 
no one wants to play, no free agents to look at. I mean, you're telling me Phoenix, no one wants to come here yeah, from October to May? It's the only place in the country that you do want to be from October to May, and he True. can't. You can't get anybody to even consider coming here. He is. It's just it's dismantled the franchise. So I don't get too excited about the NBA anymore. <sighs> Baseball. Somebody's selling okay. me on this. I, I, here, here's your. You, uh, you I made Scott look up. stuff up like some of his jokes. <laughs> yeah. I got I got baseball all over me. I love it. Okay, so really, Bill, oh, love it. Uh, this is the best World Series we've had in years. I, I'm okay. I'll to give it a chance. I, I, Scott, I'll give you a second, but no, that's fine. All I cared about was baseball growing up. Yeah. I worked for Mike Hegan. Oh no, uh, yeah, at a place called Mike Hegan's Grand Slam. Gave out tokens, hitting batting cages all day long. It's the best game. Uh, I love playing it, but yeah. I just don't care anymore. It's a t- well. Again, we've talked about it. They've made it a gigantic math equation. They've gone over-statistical, uh, whereas before it used to be a statistics-based game, but now it's stuff you don't understand and don't care about. The announcers are boring. I mean... I think it's regional. Harry Carey, Vin Scully, uh, Bob Euchre, the guys you used to get in that booth were having a party, drinking and watching a game with you. <laughs> and now you got a math professor and a guy who's afraid to say anything wrong about the team st- sitting with you, and you're like, this isn't any fun. I just want to have beers and goof off with the dude who's watching the same game I am. It's, it's, it's a corporate. Everything's completely corporate. completely corporate, but now it's math and corporate. It's the yeah. worst combination. No, I get it. I get so it. it's hard I, to watch. I also think baseball's totally regional. Because it is. It's a slower game. But man, oh, man, did, grow if, up if watching you watch that, that game Saturday with the Astros and the Yankees as a baseball It was fan, great. Unbelievable great. sport. I mean, it was an unbelievable game from start to finish. Plays, defense, offense, pitching, strategy, everything was flowing, and then a walk-off home run. It's everything you did in your All backyard right. with two, you got, two outs in the bottom. You got to go watch MLB recap. But this this series is <laughs> – it, 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 it thrills me because it's pitching versus pitching, power pitching versus power pitching, professional hitters on both teams that know how to play the game. And the Nationals also basically said, take Bryce Harper and your $400 million – We'll go get a couple pitchers, and we'll make this work. They got they so lost. they Belichick. They basically said, uh, "We're gonna we'll see how this works out, but we don't need to pay anybody that much money. We'll go get more players." And they're in the World Series without a guy that they said would have hamstrung them, uh, both with or without him. Quick and update. Work. I know this will come out tomorrow. Nationals are up five two. Nice sixth inning. Yeah, there you go. It's it's going to be a great series. I, I'm so excited about this series for the first time in years. I'm so excited to know that Toledo's been. Paying attention to the show the whole time. <laughs> Watching baseball. <laughs> playing baseball. <laughs> no, no. You guys mentioned it. I went and looked up the update. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Jeez. sorry, sorry. I'm a little indignant about it. Oh, too. man. I'll, God, I'll never, smack him around tomorrow. Be, <laughs> please. Don't, don't never felt so bad. Look, I take plenty of hits when I deserve them. I didn't deserve that one. <laughs> he's still watching baseball. He's watching. Sometimes at my show, he's uh, like the printer uh, while we're doing stuff. We'll just start printing out recipes for like apple cobbler. I'm like, what's going on over here, Richard? And he goes, oh, God, I'm making dinner. I'm like, it's 7 in the morning. He's like, well, i got to get ready for dinner. It's like all these recipes start shooting across my print. <laughs> Half of those are probably me bothering. <laughs> Give me some recipes. Like, I'll like I'll be, I'll think of something at 8.30 in the morning in the middle of your show, and I'll be like, I just got to text him now. I won't hear back from him for like two hours. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's I know, not that I just, busy. I just don't forget. Or I know I'll forget, <laughs> so I just text you. I know you got stuff going on. I'm an idiot. Yeah. All right. Uh, your analysis on baseball, Scott? So you brought up numbers, Holmberg, yep. and yeah. here we go. Bill James is the father of all stats. You yep. know, it didn't start with Moneyball. It started in the 80s. He's got a rankings for starting pitchers. He's got a formula. 
the number one ranked pitcher in all of baseball is Garrett Cole, yeah. who pitches for the Astros. Uh, Justin Verlander is the number two ranked pitcher. Oh. The number three ranked pitcher is Max Scherzer, who pitches for the Nationals. And the number five ranked pitcher is Steven Strasburg. So all four of the top five pitchers in baseball are in this series. And you wonder how it – like take the Diamondbacks who won 85 games this year. That's a pretty successful year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Their number one ranked starter is Robbie Ray, who was the 30th ranked pitcher. There's no way they can compete against this. The eighth ranked pitcher in all of baseball is Patrick Corbin, who's with the Nationals. And who's number 10? Zach Granke. Yeah. With, so uh, six of the top 10 pitchers, according to these stats, are in the World Series. Yeah. So wow. when you think about trying to compete, the formula, you know, you can argue formulas in the NBA. You can argue formulas. Any pitcher that makes $35 million and you're like, he only pitches every five d- days. That's where that's worth it. Yeah. According to the the way baseball is set up. And so, but I do agree. I think the, the stats, the stats nerd, especially in the booth. Boring. They're talking, they're talking launch angle, miles per hour off the bat, home run distance, all this stuff. And basically that's flash. Like we were talking about with football, what will beat that fundamentally good pitching. You're willing to give up Bryce Harper and go get Patrick Corbin. And you're in the World Series, and Bryce Harper's watching you on TV. That's the key to sports. I'm going to try. Fundamental sport. I'm going to try this week to get into it. In the meantime, Scott picks quickly. Give him. We got to okay. get going. <laughs> we yeah. got to get okay. going. We got to let our players. This, this, this show has flowed. We've been over now. We got nerding out coming on the second half. I, my second plan was actually to do this? a little bit shorter of a show. And yeah, we're, we're the best one we've ever done. I, <laughs> it is. It's a good show. Yeah, I, this is a good one. I, I, it's a great show. Incredible. We're promoting ourselves on our own show. No, that is how you get it done. We just double roamed. We just double roamed you <laughs> because this show's not good enough for just one room. You have to have two rooms. Rome squared. Two great rooms sitting in a room, roaming each other. How great would it be? Let me roam your hair. <laughs> red roamer, red roamer. Send Jim Rome right over. How about John? What about this? Let me ask you this. Great. Or let me tell you. Do it. Here it comes. Get it. What if we're doing the show right in the Vatican? Look out. It's us Great. on our cell phones. Great. Without an international plan. We're Rome and Rome in Rome in Rome. <laughs> That's great. You're so meta. You just went meta. Meta world peace. Rome peace. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. This is incredible. We're playing Game of Rome's right now. The Game of Clones is happening right now, and it is unbelievable. Check it out. Coming up in a second. Lord Buccaneer takes care of Blondie Dragon Lady. We're going to see if we can get any of that. That'll be great. Here comes Harry Guy. He's been on the fence. The big frozen fence. He doesn't know what to do. Dragons are coming. Great work there. Uh-oh. Little people. I enjoy them. Where are my cookies? Probably in the tree. What is up with Hodor? <laughs> Do me a favor and just hold the door. Chivalry is dead. Even in the future or past, wherever this is said, I don't know. Could be either way. Looks medieval. Looks both. Wait, sometimes they mention like future stuff, and then there's dragons. Maybe it's in a galaxy far, far away. Could be a different planet. Could be our own. Hey, Jon Snow, look out for Greedo in the bar. Great. We've cross-promoted two things that are not related, but they've collided now, and I want to see it. 
I want to see Star Wars of Thrones. How great would that be? Amazing. Only second to the Bill Belichick smiling go. <laughs> I'm actually laughing during that. Cheating. Look at him. You're supposed to be doing the smile, Jim. I know, but I can't. Dead air kills me. <laughs> Dead air is your <laughs> calling card. Dead air kills me. When I hear it, it kills me. Live air kills me. It's the way it should go. Once you get going on Rome, it's hard to stop. He's an avalanche of words. Why would you want to? I don't know. <laughs> See? Still doing it in our own voice. I'm going to do my... <laughs> Can I do my gym round? Yeah. Please. Yeah. I have a fax. <laughs> Here's what's great is you actually have a Belichick smile yeah. while you were cranking the on paper. That. Hey, here's it's a fax proving yeah. that this bit was written yeah. 22 years ago. <laughs> How's your dot matrix printer going? Dear Rome, can I tell a joke? I will wait for the answer. Science got long. Crumble, crumble. Okay, here it is. Here's my other joke. Okay. So Papa John's has a deal where you get 50% off if your team wins. It's also called Dolphins Pay Full Price. <laughs> it's, the, it's the anger in the eyebrows that I'm loving on that. Ugh. Incredible, phenomenal Papa John. meat lovers. <laughs> That's my new restaurant. Don't make me fun. Come on now, John. <laughs> How did we talk about the NBA and no, not do Chuck and Shaq? Never has any. I don't understand. How's that possible? I brought pizza. I brought uh, general insurance. I brought back pain pills. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. I brought Shakita, the tub with a door. Shaq just insured a pizza. That's right. Just in case. Delivery boy who has bad back pain. That's it. He's got a bad back from hauling pizzas all day. Hops in his car. Tries to drive you get a pizza. Everything's assured by the general. He's got his domes or whatever I do back there. I say hot. And then, of course, Papa John's. Success. Success. Here we go. This is a tweet from Scott and Indy. My FrankCalientoCast.com, even Steven NFL picks. Love Colts, minus one. Jags, minus 2.5. Rams, minus three. Seahawks, minus three. Bonus. <laughs> Tweet pick. Giants minus three over Cardinals. Yeah, that was bad. The bonus. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. This week. The onus um, was not on the bonus. <laughs> yes, it was not. Bad one. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Get through them quick. We're 65 minutes over. Yeah, I know. D- Dolphins plus 14 and a half versus the Steelers. That's too much against a third string quarterback. They're going to Second cover. string Mason Rudolph's back. Oh, is it? Yeah, matter. but it doesn't matter. It's Browns, too much of a wild card. Browns, Browns plus 13 versus the Pats. Jeez. There we go. They're going to be flatter after, you know, after the Monday night. Seahawks plus three and a half. Are, actually, they're minus three and a half versus the Falcons. Uh, I don't know if you heard. The Falcons have mailed it in. Uh, <laughs> so that was from last week. So the, the Falcons, uh, the Seahawks minus three and a half. Uh, th- Three bonus picks from college. Wisconsin plus 14 versus Ohio State. Uh, Auburn plus 11.5 versus LSU. Kansas State plus 32 versus Oklahoma. Jeez. 32. I like the I like the under. I like the dogs. Gotta pull 32. There we go. Thank you. All right. There we go. Great job, everybody. Stick around for the nerding out episode, and we will see you next week. Out. Rack me. Seacrest!
in. Great. The Caliendo Cast. With Frank Caliendo. John Holmberg. Scott Long. And the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. It's recording. Yeah, I'm not, I would, a lot of the things I got in this room that if you ever see the podcast, on uh, video, like on Instagram or on Facebook or something like that, the promos, because we're not putting it all on YouTube yet. I strategically, a, a lot of the figures and stuff, I get, and I'm very careful not to get the wrong one so you don't come in and make fun of me. I would make, I would make fun of Scrappy-Doo. I appreciate that. That is my influence. The, is the no shark Scrappy-Doo. jumping of a oh, tiny the dog. The end of the, the entire The cousin run. Oliver. <laughs> Of the Hanna-Barbera universe? The Leonardo DiCaprio of Growing Pains. Oh, show me that smile. Yeah, yeah. show me that smile. Don't waste another, another minute. minute on your crying. We're nowhere near the end. Oh, the no, best is ready to begin. The best Sorry. is ready to begin. As long as we got. We're going to just do TV theme songs the entire Let's do it. Round. I'm in. Uh, the challenge I, is there. I remember when I would do John Madden singing different strokes. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born. <laughs> yep. I don't know why it's fun to me. All right. So here's the thing that just happened to me um, today. Uh, did you download the new iPhone? Uh, 13, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. X. It's a nightmare. Z. Yeah, I don't I know what it's, it's doing. Made, named after the... Uh, president of china <laughs> is that what yeah <laughs> it's apple g i love it tremendous stuff uh it keeps things anybody else uh, uh, upload this at all of course adonis did I, it, I i but it's all these new things keep popping up but i don't know what they do but they're kind of telling me what they do would you like to see how to send messages now why can't i send messages yeah. messages the way i used to send? what was wrong with the old way i ask siri I, yeah, I don't. It's scary. I'm just lost. It's like it messes you up in this yeah, podcast. No, it, right it's, now. I don't like any of it right now, but I'm getting used to it. I do like all the bold print because my eyes have gone to garbage. So that's helped me out. Yeah, and like I went into the notes uh, for the show. Haven't looked at them yet, but <laughs> I went into the notes for the show, and uh, like something got bold printed this, yeah. for the last. It one. headlines stuff, and then gives you all the. And it decides uh, what the, mm-hmm. the headlines it, are. It, Fake it, news. <laughs> What? Here's what you thought was important, <laughs> and I mean it. And you thought this was important. And here's what really is yeah. important. Okay, not so important. Not going to boldface that. Not very good. <laughs> it's just, eh, whatever. Did you see Trump's troll of Elizabeth Warren? Uh, happy, which one? Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Pocahontas. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. It was on. It was on a Trump uh, tweet, and I just couldn't stop laughing. It's on the official campaign Twitter. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's on camp. Uh, yeah. Okay, and it's his, a picture of Elizabeth Twitter. Warren. Yeah, his campaign Twitter has its own thing that he clearly says, "Get that up there. That's classic." <laughs> I have nothing yeah. and everything to do with that. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, comma 
Pocahontas, picture of Warren, I'm out. P.S. It's not me sending this. And then drop Mike emoji. Do it. <laughs> drop Batman emoji <laughs> from the previous show. I uh, I don't know. I, I, that I gotta get out of it. What's the matter? No, because it's just it's insane to me. The stuff I just. Oh, you're gonna go political? I see. Yeah, I'm trying to stay out. Of I wouldn't do it. No, I would avoid it too. I, that's what I've been doing. Second for the last few years. Nothing to do with politics, just running the perfect country the way it's got to be done. And I'm doing a tremendous job. I'm one 137,000th Native American, so I had a great indigenous people stay. <laughs> I was indigenous all day long. <sighs> you can't help it when it's that fun, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he steps into it. Yeah. Um, so you, we, we, I want people to know we uh, we started out doing this and we, we're revamping a little bit, working on the nerding out version of the show, uh, and we'll get into that. We'll bring the um, the crew, the rest of the crew in here, um, and we br- added a lot of stakes uh, to what we're going to be doing. Not no barbecue, no, not at all. Oh. Yeah, uh, there's higher stakes. Yes, people will win. People are leaving with prizes. Today. No prizes. Oh, so there's no stakes. Just tariffs. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh so uh, one thing I want to talk about, though, first was Joker, because you had uh, people were sending me um, a lot of messages that they didn't like your take on the Joker. Yeah. Can you revamp on that a little bit? Well, my, my take on the Joker is it's a brilliant movie. Um, it's great. It's well acted. It's well put together. It's absolutely amazing. I think it's done. Uh, but no, I think it's also uh kind of a uh, it's the, the danger is not in its gore or violence which i think is is limited or little if if any compared to most movies it's the danger of somebody with a loose screw kind of watching that saying hey i feel that way a little bit a mental health problem that i have is nobody's paying attention to me and the the movie kind of leads you to go hey the only way to get out of this is to be an anti well you called it the rocky for the insane. it's rocky for the mentally unstable and I, I really do. I think it's kind of a it's kind of a rah rah for people who are like nobody's ever heard from me. Here's the here's the take I took <clears throat> this week with a friend of mine who loved it and did kind of question the way I saw it because I looked at him like I didn't leave that theater feeling great about the diet coke and red vines I was eating. I want to sit and be entertained in a the theater. I don't want to sit back and think to myself, well, I'm miserable. But the old Joker, Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, we won't count. They all had this kind of thing that I suspended disbelief to say. I understand his past must have been insane. Give me a taste of the origin and then why he's his way. I don't need to dive so deep that while I'm watching the movie, I'm like, wow, America doesn't do enough about mental health. I need to vote differently. It seemed ham-handed to me that the side message was, oh, mental health in this country is a mess, and it's going to lead to this nonsense. And it's kind of that, it almost had that strange side feeling of, this is why we've got so many mass shootings. This is why we've got so many problems. And it was like, I like the Joker to be fun. Yeah, but I, I like him to be insane. Right, I'll you, give you that. You wanted but, entertaining, and it wasn't yeah. really. Ent- the Joker was no, non entertaining. Taxi driver with clown makeup. I tell you what. It reminded me of something. Huh? <laughs> were, were you doing Gruden there? Is that what you were doing? Started this Gruden. <laughs> I can't stop. Forgot who you were. Forgot who it was. All right, hold on. I, don't know. I can fix that for you. <laughs> Boom. Done. Out. Gone. Yeah, so I just didn't. I, I thought Taxi Driver was also the type of movie. It's like, wow, that's really well acted. Why did I watch that? What's the point of this? And Joker was the same way. Yeah, but it, it's a character study. That's the whole point of it. Like, but 
It's too. I know real. what you're saying, but what's wrong with too real? That's what's. That's what drew it's the me in. I don't. Joker. It's a right, but it didn't have to be the Joker. That's the whole point. Is it was just if you take the Joker out of it, right? It's a really sad story. It's taxi driver. It's taxi driver. <laughs> That's what you're is telling. That me? What you is that want? what you're telling is me? Is that is that what you want? You're telling me? I don't know. You talk to me about taxi driver. I don't know. I don't have a reason why. I kind of walked away going, Ugh. So who's your favorite Joker? I think Nicholson just because he was insane, well, how old but I want to have a beer with him. But how? <laughs> it's true. Wait till they get a load yeah, of me. He was a, he was a, Tip this one back, Johnny. <laughs> Where does he get these wonderful toys? That guy <laughs> like, wanted to play. And it's play. a beer hat? Yeah. He won, he Where wanted, does he yeah. get these wonderful toys? You'd see him at Buffalo Wild Wings. You'd be like, ooh, I hope everything's all right. And then he's like, hey, everybody, I brought bubbles. <laughs> and you get toys and things. He's like, oh, we're, we're cool with the Joker. He was fun. And you kind of were like, I know he's insane. I'll give you that. But it's still a wink and a nod to crazy. This wasn't. I don't want to see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker battle Batman. I want him to get help. And that's but the that's opposite. the point. That but see, no, 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 no. that's what I really enjoyed about. I shouldn't say enjoyed. It's not enjoyed yeah. because then I'm making your point, and yeah. everybody's going to run for cover. Right. <laughs> it's. I like when things are so real that. It was a. It's not a superhero movie, but like a super villain movie that seemed like it could happen, Oof. and that was the. It th- has happened. That's right. the problem. But that's the interesting thing to me, I, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. But it's. I used this example. I went to a Rammstein concert, a German metal band, and they're very, very uh, extra. Their stage presence is unreal. A lot of pyrotechnics you've never seen before. It's very original. Uh, they always push the envelope with making the crowd feel a little bit weird. Well, I I was in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. The show is amazing. They only come to America every 10 years or so. They're killing it. Everybody loves it. But you all have everybody in a crowded room, stadium, concert hall, feels that this could all go wrong feeling. This could all go goofy soon. And uh, Till comes out, the lead singer, in a suicide vest. Yeah. And the whole crowd audibly exhaled like, oh, yeah, we're all sitting ducks. That's kind of how Joker made me feel. It's like, I get it. I don't go to movies to remind me right, everything sucks. Right, but if the, if the ushers show up in suicide vests, then I'm scared. If it's right. in the movie, it's, it's Oh, in the, it's I'm, not a, I'm not afraid. I'm just like, for an entertainment's sake, I don't need to be reminded of the reality of the world. I'm sucking on Diet Coke, and I'm chugging red vines like I've never eaten. Can, can you watch a comedy? I can't even watch a comedy because I feel like I'm at work. Like, I'm always dissecting uh, it. Yeah. I, well, I don't laugh like I used to. I always go, ooh, that was funny. Right. I don't that's have I, laughs. Anymore. A great joke yeah. to me is something I go, oh, that's good. Yeah. It, it impresses me. Something awkward is what makes me laugh. Yeah. I've been laughing a lot this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just, I, I still laugh at stuff. I, I enjoy things. But comedy, like when it's trying to be funny, I'm like, good one. That landed. Or I'm like, mm, not so funny. Right. I that's don't really what, that's have why laughs. monologues are so difficult. Terribly. Because yeah. it's this is the funny part. That's me on the NFL and Foxes. Here's the funny part. Let's right. go, Frank. Yep. That's the difficult thing with that. Right. Here's the clown. You're supposed to laugh. And you're like, well, let's see if he's got anything. And especially in this world where everything's kind of like, what do you got? Everybody wants to tear things down before they even know what it is. I'm not bashing the Joker. I just don't. No, I get it. I, I totally get it. it. I, uh, to me, it's the acting Amazing. that drew me in. And I, it's because I'm such trying to become – and I enjoy it, and being a student of acting, that's what I loved about it. Because at any point during that movie, 
I'm going, anybody else does this, it's failing miserably. Yeah. Because he's always on the verge of being terrible. He's right. one little look to a camera, one non-truthful moment from it being awful. Yeah. And he never – and I know they get to cut and stuff like that, but it's just so hot. All those moments – could be just awful by an average or even really good actor. I'm just, I was amazed. And when I see Joaquin Phoenix on talk shows and stuff like that, and he's in these weird moments like Jimmy Kimmel or whomever will have him in one of these moments that it's like, oh, geez, I can't believe this is happening. It just feels so staged. Right. And then to see it in the movie of how good he actually is. Yeah. That juxtaposition and the, the comparing those is amazing. There's nothing about that movie that, and that's what I'm saying. It got so real, it almost needed a little flavor of just a reminder. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro seemed hokey. He did. He's like, hey, we're gonna yeah. do a little, uh, do yeah, a little right down to the car, the Carson curtain, and just the the absolute hokiness of it. But well, it never, although it, was it never felt the- over the top, the fun way, not once. But I think it was supposed to be real. I mean, that's the whole point. Is it was that? Does it almost go on boogie nights? Real? You know. Yeah. But f- again, that's another one where you're like, "What did I just watch?" Exactly. But yeah. that's the point. I mean, I think people. Have you ever seen "There Will Be Blood," the Daniel Day Lewis movie? Uh, it's a, it's a it's a master class in acting. Unbelievable. It is the single most depressing two and a half hours of your life. I don't know why you would revisit it. And it's and it's brilliantly done, but I'm like, wow, what were they thinking? And it's very real. But my life is real. I don't need to be reminded that I could walk outside. No, but your life isn't the Joker. That's my point. You don't know that. I do. You don't. I don't. No. Uh. <laughs> I live with my mom. <laughs> that helps. All right. We're going to bring the guys in, and we're going to nerd out. All right. I don't know what. Should I stay? I don't know what this is. Uh, I'll just take some calls. Yeah. My name is Frank Caliendo. A year ago, my daughter Juliet broke her elbow in a freak trampoline accident. During her recovery, she became a huge superhero movie fan. Mostly the MCU. She wanted to know more about the characters in the movies, where they came from, and what might happen next. I realized that to be a better dad, I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. To the outside world, I'm a guy on a bunch of sports and sketch TV shows. But in this podcast, with the help of my comic book and pop culture expert friends, I'm gaining as much geek knowledge as I can and fighting crime. There's no crime fighting. But I wish there was. And I am nerding out. All right, this is the first official uh, nerding out version of the Caliendo cast. We are joined uh, at the table by Brian Augustine. Um, you don't have to wave. Wave to the TV. Uh, you just, yeah, it's, you saw something moving. <laughs> I waved. I waved to the president. Oh, <laughs> oh great. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Pocahontas. <laughs> you were drifting into to De Niro there. Hey, it happens. We're all the same guy. <laughs> True. So, for people who don't know, including you, John, uh, Brian is a comic book creator. I should also introduce, uh, we've got Danny, Donnie. Uh, <laughs> Danny Donnie is Danny Donnie. Well, we, my I, favorite Osmond. For a while, we were calling him the wrong name, and he didn't want to speak up. Right, whatever. I what were you like, calling him? I just like being uh, Mike. Oh, it wasn't even close. No, not even <laughs> 
No, not he, even near Danny. He's man. a huge fan. It was so funny to watch him fanboy out on you earlier. Yeah. Uh, For you. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, also joined by Zach and Adonis. Everybody's going to be um, uh, contributing to uh, a lot of different stuff here. But we, we're starting with Brian, who's a creator, a comic book creator. Um, tell, tell, tell people a little bit about uh, what you've done. Gotham by Gaslight. I had trouble getting that out. Wow. Well, hey, sometimes they get stuck. Same guy. Yeah. Huh? So well, what, is, I've, what I've... is this Gothic by Gaslight? Gotham. Oh, I didn't understand what you said. You'll figure it out. Of course I will. It's amazing that you figured out that much. Yeah, I'm very yeah, close right. to losing it all. That's right. Uh, I got into comics about 30, 35 years ago, so I've been, really, I should have gotten a real job by now. But I've uh, been an editor at DC Comics for about 10 years, and I've written comics for everybody since then. Uh, big hits, I guess, or at the very least, the high points. Gotham by Gaslight, a Batman graphic novel. That was... Uh, Which is a Victorian era yeah. of Batman, Jack the Ripper type right. of time. Exactly that type. Um, yeah, just... <laughs> it, was made, it was made into an animated uh, movie just last Just year. recently. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, Brian, I want to get a little bit of your take on the Joker. You have never actually written a Joker. I've avoided it. I am not a big fan of the character. And, and why is that? Well, for a lot of reasons. One... Consider that my great age means that I was exposed to a much happier Joker. That when you say who's a, I don't think it's an who's age. your favorite Joker, I'm going to say Cesar Romero. I I agree that from a fun standpoint, he's by far the best. However, that character hasn't existed since then. Yeah. But tell me, he that was favorite was that your favorite Batman too? No. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Why not? The man was inspiring. Greetings. I love this guest right now, Frank. He's maybe the best guest a podcast has ever had. Continue speaking, elderly wizard. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I actually did think you were Richard Attenborough when you walked in. I said, why is the guy who invented Jurassic Park here? I saw the cane and everything. I was like, oh, my dear God. It's not at hand. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> so go on. About I might go full Joker here in a second. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. That kind of abuse. He called me a guest. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That is true. I'm a guest. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to be a dead body. Wow, you just graphic got, You just got kenned. I did. <laughs> Big time. Where were we? Oh, yes. Um, they started darkening the character in the 70s. They... I mean, originally he was a killer, then they realized, oh, kids are reading these comics back in the 1940s, and they began funning him up. Right. So that it was joy buzzers and squirt flowers and You had told me cushions. something about that there is no real origin of the Joker. They were some that were made up at certain points. They've, they've woven these into the story, but by this point, all of them are, what, you know, apocryphal. The... Uh, the origins depend on who's telling it and what era. So the origin finally given for the Joker, the first one, is in like in the early 50s and that he was a criminal called the Red Hood, which they've revisited of, yes. of late, uh, who had been plaguing Gotham and Batman chased him into a chemical factory. He fell into a vat of chemicals from the song in the same name and uh, wound up white-faced, green-haired, Pretty much the uh, Nicholson yeah, right. origin. 
And that's isn't that uh, the uh, the the uh, what's what's the, the 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 there's a classic one uh, comic book Killing Joke. Killing Joke. Yeah, that's in the Killing Joke, right? How much can go wrong in one bad day? And that kind right, of right. That. So that was that was an update. We've I think they they've since updated it again. I have trouble following it. Mm-hmm. Also, I I really started disliking the character when I became a creator. Because I thought he was, A, entirely too psychotic in the comics. Not because I worry about the audience. I can tell that. Yeah. <laughs> There's zero worry about the audience a, from you. No, no, not The one. audience? Who needs them? Not one. Brian Augustine. Not one no. flying, you know, thing. No, no. I just, I mean, more than anything, because it was cheap, I thought, and I and continue to think, that it was gory for the fa- for the sake of gory. Have you talked about this? I'm sorry to cut you off, but have you talked about this in comic book conventions and stuff like that at all? Because I feel like that some of the like Joker is so beloved by so many comic book fans. For people to hear you say that, they have to turn on you, almost like a Joker type of character. No, like, no, they don't. It's they, stranger. No, they they will come at me. They will, right. They will bring questions. How can you not love the Joker? Right. I'm like, well, you know. And you just, and you talk about it. You'd given me, and are you, if you don't want to share this, but you told me about another thing that might have tainted you a little bit. It would have tipped it in at the, uh, at the end. But I, I, the main point is too gory, too. Then it was too ubiquitous. Just, they were constantly using the Joker. Mm-hmm. So anything can get overdone. I soured again, I guess, further when I met uh, Mark Hamill at the DC offices when I was employed there as an editor and he came up to visit and he was a lovely guy very uh, enthusiastic he it, he's a big fan so for him being in the audience a big fan the, of the comic, comics in general of pop culture but comics particularly and he uh he was like a kid in a candy store at some point about mid-morning he began doing his batman animated joker voice which many people, and correct me if I'm wrong, consider to be the quintessential Joker. At yeah. least, yeah, or a definitive. Who don't remember Cesar Romero. Right. Don't go on those kids. Hey. <laughs> 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 Wait a second. You've never done a character before. Holmberg's here with me, and now it's characters. Okay. Good one. Well, it that was like, great. seemed like watching you guys, that's all that was going to happen. Yeah, I, had to, yeah. I had to come with something. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was, I, it's exciting me. Finally, <laughs> someone did a good one. <laughs> that's right. And, so and take your not Caesar Romero with you. <laughs> Richard Attenborough's funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. so tell me. Uh, keep, keep going. <laughs> not <Sorry>. on camera. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. Keep no. it on camera. No, I like. No. It. So uh, so uh, Luke Skywalker comes in. I'm sorry. He's very enthusiastic. He's just started doing the cartoon. He's loving everything he sees because the offices were well, like your back wall here. Chock full of everything. Except the real stuff instead of my knockoffs. Well, yeah, but I right. don't want to make you feel smaller no, than you are. <laughs> You've never held back before. I didn't want to make you feel smaller <laughs> than you already are. You're welcome. Don't <laughs> step on the jokes. Bonnie, I'm tiny in this little table. Very good. <laughs> he started doing the voice. I can't do the Batman animated Joker voice. Can you? Uh, no. Yeah, it's a giggly Kind of, you know, mustache twirling. I'm going to work on of. it, though. That'll be part of uh, yeah. what I need to Let do. Let me give you a little homework. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, it's a good idea. I should have, I probably should have done it. So he was doing that voice pretty much from then on. It, the whole time he's visiting you. 
Yeah. And, you know, after about an hour of being there, he fell into character. Ugh. Oh, he's a sweet guy. Yeah, but that's annoying. If every conversation, including oh. loved you in Star Wars, ends with a, you know, thank you, my fellow man, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's... Did you see him on The Flash? He was kind of like playing a Jokerish trickster. He was, like he was a playing, trickster, but he but it was wasn't it very Jokerish? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bunch of capering involved. So I I want to, but that's before he did Joker, which is interesting. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it times out that way. Yeah. All right. So one of the things that because I, I can relate to that a little bit is when you get somewhere and you get so excited and you're so he's he's started doing the Joker voice at that point, right? In that, every conversation. No, but I mean he's doing yes. it for the cart the animated series already, right? Or he, by that point he was already doing it. All right, so he's doing it. But I think it, there's that weird thing when you go in and you just want to make people happy. Have you ever been in that, John, where you, you I, know, I don't think anybody expects no, that. No, nobody's ever, <laughs> I don't think nobody's ever been an expectation. Mistaken yeah. you for doing it. Yeah, especially yeah. here. Yeah. Um no, but you. I remember when I met Tom Hiddleston, and I just started. I started going into like little bits. It was even worse with Taron Egerton, who's in Kingsman and stuff like that. I was like, I was getting ready to go on stage, <laughs> and I was getting into this. Like, I'm gonna p- pump myself up at, at Ace Comic Con in Phoenix, the first actual. I'd been to one or two Comic Cons before, but this is re- in recently that I'd been to, and I was just I was into joke mode, and he was being super nice. And after the fact, I went, Oh my god. How brutal. That's yeah. everything I've ever... And when I met Tom Hiddleston, I went into a couple of voices. And I was like, what everything I've ever hated yeah. about... Uh, a few weeks ago when we were struggling on a podcast and it was like, hey, uh, what would yeah. Liam Neeson... I was doing that to myself. Oh. Like, what would Donald Trump think about... You're uh, setting yourself up to Loki. do voices yeah. to entertain. So it was uh. like, ah. Uh, and then I left. I'm like, what frame of mind? So I just wonder if he was in that kind of a thing. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was sweet and he was enjoying himself so much, I'm convinced that... Yeah, kid in a candy store kind of thing. He was trying to right. pay back. You know, be entertaining yeah. to what right. was so exciting for him. Mm-hmm. However, by hour three... <laughs> It's a little Didn't tough. I see an axe around here somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's tough. You don't want to be in that for three solid hours. So everybody went to lunch with the guy. Well, many people went to lunch with the guy. I was late on a – I mean, I had to get something turned in, so I stayed to edit a script, blah, blah, blah. Somewhere around 4 o'clock, I heard the voice in the distance. <laughs> and uh, and he sticks his head in the door go, still doing the freaking voice. I'm I'm doing everybody's answering machine. Do you, how about you? Yeah. And I just kind of looked up and I said, "I'm good, thanks." No. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. And I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And that tainted you with the Joker. Forever. That that just nailed it. Yeah. 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 From I'm season. a petty. <laughs> petty man petty petty man see I think it's a that would be a great episode of like Curb Your Enthusiasm or something where you meet somebody right who is you know it's Luke Skywalker he's just a legend and then by the by the end of the day you're like I just want him to go home he won't leave <laughs> I don't want him to do this anymore I'm tired of talking to him he's, he, you want him to break character and be a person right and that's yeah. I get and yelled at for that. That. he yeah. did do that yeah see, but then he stopped but there's then a yeah. when I would get after shows people would get mad at me 
Like I would go and sign stuff for people. Uh, you, it used to be when I originally started doing that, it was just to try and sell stuff. Right. You go out there, and if you're there, you can sell more CDs. That tells you how long ago it was. Yeah. But and then I got to be like, you know, I just want to meet people and and uh, be normal. Yeah. And but people would be like, how come you're not doing jokes here yeah. now? I'm like, because. You didn't pay for this, <laughs> no. yeah. but it was really a moment of. I, wouldn't you rather see me as a human being? And they're no. like, "No, we have no interest in that." Nope. And to me, I would rather see people be in their normal human form as opposed to their character. I think that to me is interesting, which is why I like Joker. But you want to see them being normal, like the grocery store when they're off stage and then they're just done from performing for you and you're still kind of getting that I paid 35, 50 bucks, whatever. Maybe they still want a little bit of show when you're shaking hands with them like it meant as much to you as it did. But I was try- I was being nice and sweet, I think, as yeah. sweet as I could be. But it was like, hey, how come you're not doing the show anymore? Because right. this isn't the show. Right. And I'm a terrible party person. Going to a party... Oh. I, can you? I, I'm going through this phase in my life right now where it's hard for me to go anywhere. I just went to a wedding and it was like people have expectations for me to be like the radio guy. And sometimes I just like standing at a table quietly and I feel like I'm being judged for it. Like like you're in commercials <laughs> yeah. and you're taking a break. <clears throat> yeah. And you like, don't, you, I, my fear in life is uh, – Letterman used to say this all the time. I don't want people to think I'm dull. So I pull back because if I'm trying – like what Mark Hamill said, if I'm trying too hard to be what they expect – they're going to be disappointed. That's in my head. And I don't want to do that. So I don't go too far with it because I'm like, I also don't want to annoy them in thinking I need this attention for my ego. It's a weird little stretch. Wow. You are in a much bigger situation than I'm in, but it's, it, I understand it completely. Well, Hamill's almost doing the Robin Williams thing. He's like, oh, look at this. You know, it's that, like yeah. it's constantly on in that situation. But I don't fault. I, I think he's trying to make a good impression and, and just, uh, you know, a super happy. And I, I don't think you're taking this to a. No. Uh, in a mean way at all, but it's just it's just oh. interesting. Well, for you, uh, yeah, for you, it's, <laughs> for it's me, always, I'm very nice. Yeah, for you, it's uh, almost praise. No, I mean he was maybe 25. Oh, really? I mean he was young. Oh, no kidding. Maybe a little later. I don't know how old he was when he was Luke Skywalker. Everybody seems young. Man. He was like 20. Loves to pause. He anoints like, like there's a hitman here, and if I do this move, you're getting shot. There's gonna be a little red <laughs> dot on your head. After Are you that. sure you're not Italian? Oh my, yeah, God. pretty sure. All right, so your favorite Joker is Cesar Romero. I will say that jokingly. Of, I, of all the Jokers. I enjoyed the Jokers. Yeah. Right. I mean, Ledger was a psychopath. He was almost, I would say, Psycho 101. That's yeah. not popular either. And you didn't see the new one? I did, yes. And, no, and, did. Oh, you did see He it. sent me to it. Oh, is that? He made it me go. It was your homework. No, because it, I wanted to see because he's... He had told me before that he didn't really like the Joker, and I was like, here's a punishment for yeah, you, because I don't watch like this you. No. Yeah. no, but it was like one of those moments, like, I want to know from a creator standpoint, from a person who's been there, what your thought was. And it was very similar, I think, to what you said with the, I just wasn't, enter- you weren't entertained as much. And there was no entertainment. I don't think it. I was supposed to be entertained. Right. But that's the point. Yes, I agree. But it's... But how is that the point of entertainment? Because entertainment can... I don't know. Did you ever see an Ibsen play? I mean, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I've been told about Ibsen. <laughs> You've avoided plays. I'm about like, him. Why would I do that? Why would I want to watch this? Why do I want to be part of something so a lot of Nordic silences? You might enjoy. It. <laughs> I do like that at weddings, especially. Yeah. Just keep it quiet. All right, guys. I want to get uh, from uh, the other guys right now your favorite jokers and why. Hi, I'm Adonis. Um, so I believe my favorite Joker is is Jack Nicholson. 
It mostly has to do with the the time that the movie came out, and I hundred percent agree with that. Nostalgia. Whoever who it's like a song that yeah. comes out during your life. Yep. If that character that you like and are looking forward to seeing appears on the big screen or on television at that time, mm-hmm. it identifies you with the time in your life, and it's all part of it. Exactly. That he was he, he, when I saw Jack Nicholson, and then the animated series came out. Uh, I was just like. This is not the same, but I can deal with this one. But obviously, Jack Nicholson, is that is the Joker to me. But then as growing up and going to school and talking to all my friends and everything like that about, oh, my God, did you see that that, that the latest animated series episode? Man, the Joker was crazy. And then I started to gravitate more towards that. And then, of course, diving deeper into the comic world, my viewpoint on as to what the Joker is why the Joker is and why there are so many different variations of this character and how important to the Batman uh, world he is. Can I ask this though of a creator? How in the world is it that important that we get that detailed with their past when it's kind of assumed anyway? Is that necessary? I mean, origin stories are fun, but to a point of like, all right, let's just dissect it right down to what medicine he's on. <laughs> it seems extreme when we already bought it. I want to. I'm going to answer that by saying I don't think that the the comics ever go into the kind of detail. I don't think yeah. anything got into the kind of I mean, detail yeah. that the Joker or that Joker yeah, the went movie. into. Yeah. Um, is it important? I think it's important to the fans, or it has been often enough, right. or for long enough, that it's just simply a tradition by now. I yeah. think people love origin story. They, oh, that's I, why they could tell Spider-Man seven times. But I can, I like the origin story. But I mean, the the detail of it got to the. But that's point what where this. Like, this was geez. art. This was more yeah. art. This was a one-person show. Yeah. Uh, on a theater stage, as opposed to going to see a commercial play. Zach, favorite Batman. Or favorite Batman. Favorite Joker. <laughs> but favorite Batman first. Answer them both. Michael Keaton. Uh, uh, my favorite Joker was Heath Ledger. Um, I thought The Dark Knight itself was a movie about the Joker. It was less about Batman than it was about him, and I thought that he embodied him in a very unique way that I'd never seen before. Um, and it really, it, it also seems to hold up for me. When you go back and look at Batman in 1989, um, it seems very campy now. And so it's hard to for me to buy, even though it came out at a pivotal time in my life, um, it's hard to, I, I just don't think it holds up as much anymore as Heath Ledger does. If you go back and look at, like you were saying, a lot of those Batman movies, we should. that's something we're going to have to do is go back and watch a couple of these classic Batmans along the way and some of the other movies as well. But you, like you said, things seem so campy and not real that maybe this Joker movie is just ahead of its time. Each incarnation of these superhero movies, especially the DC, uh, you know, the Christopher Nolan films, that was more real than anything you see from Marvel. And then this was the most real of anything. I think... That that's where a lot of our entertainment is actually, and I know you don't think of it as entertainment, but it seems like that's a, it's where it's evolving. But in '89, remember everybody's like, "Wow, this this Joker's pretty dark." Yes, but it's not dark no, anymore. But it's nothing is campy. after 30 years, especially like you said, it just became. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again, and let's make it darker because people seem to like that, and we'll make it as dark as we can. Heath Ledger still had it was as dark as it could get, and still had that. Don't worry about yourself, buddy. 
I gotcha. And it was still that definitely well, more he's fun. Kind I, of fun. I, I get that. Yeah, get he that. was a bad boy. Like, I, I, like you, like you kind of wanted to hang with him just to see what was next. And you might want to be in his crew. You could see why people would gravitate to his charisma. Might have been the nurse. And almost, it, well, that was an amazing scene. Yeah. He killed a bunch of people in that scene, and you walked away going, oh, my God. Yeah. You had that tongue-in-cheek moment of, I get it, this is an insane person. I don't need to, like, I just don't see why people would gravitate towards uh, what happened with Joaquin Phoenix's character to the point where he gets a mob of people. He would have to have a mob of people constantly fed uh, antidepressants and then that whole movie because so ham-handed towards the mental health issue in our country that it becomes silly so i don't want to see any more again just felt like an art house film to me like a, a amazing i don't think we're at the top or the start of anything new dc had these films that are now not regarded very well the the more recent ones man of steel and yeah whatever affleck uh, Batman film. Oh, I forgot. I thought you were talking about the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Affleck. <laughs> the, when Gilbert Gottfried was he Batman. He brought me for... there. That was good. Affleck. Yeah. I am the Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's true. You're the Duck Knight. You I'm will never Affleck. figure out that I'm Bruce Wayne, even though I'm telling you. I'm hanging upside down and I don't. Come on. Somebody help me. This is nice. It's the, Gilbert Godfrey, isn't it? The Duck Knight was good, too. I right? do like Duck Knight. It was very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh-huh. The message got to DC, or to DC Entertainment. By the way, is the Hollywood. Is F like that's a duck? No, that's a duck, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a duck. You've got something there, by the way. The I'm Duck sorry. Knight? The Duck Knight is... Wasn't there? I'm not sure that huh? someone hasn't done that. Okay. Then you've got nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't I know it? Yeah. Worked enslaved. I, I'm not going to bring the old man back again. <laughs> Although not enough tranquilizers or whatever. No, I don't think we're seeing the beginning of anything. I think it was well. Art House. I think is is probably right. It was never intended to be DC. What doesn't even have compatible. to be the Joker. Doesn't have to be the. No, Joker. no. I'm saying, but the Joker is very dark. But it's. I really think it's outside of continuity. Uh, one of the things I thought because it's. It's not a comic book movie. Right. It's based on a character. I'm not sure you could do the character study without using a character whose name has Right. You need that to draw right. people in. But, and but I, a, they went brightening up their films. Would people watch Joker if it wasn't the Joker? It was just about a sick guy. I, I think people would, but it would not make the money. Yeah. It would be, it would be one of those movies that go, wins an Academy Award and nobody watches the Academy right. Awards because nobody's seen the movie. Yeah, people would be disturbed by it to the point where like, I don't need this. But because it's Joker, I think everybody gives that, oh, it's part of this this universe I love so much. And it's it's being it's almost being apologetic towards liking the Batman lifestyle or the world of Batman. So you right. throw it, the makeup it, on and you're it, like, here's It's a like guy. an impression. Like you, they automatically, you don't have to teach who the character is. You know, the difference between a character and impression, yeah. Yeah. A, a character, you have to give some background, get a point of view. If you're doing George W. Bush, everybody just knows where it's starting, that we can't think of the words and uh, right. just uh, whatever. Donnie. Danny, take your Michael. time. No, mine's definitely Jack Nicholson. I, I liked his uh, quirkiness, like he had, how he had the crazy toys, like the uh, boxing glove that punched through the TV screen when Batman was on. <laughs> yeah. Could you um, imagine Joaquin Phoenix with yeah. that? <laughs> with those toys. <laughs> Yeah, he would have to go invent the fun toys. Where did he? Huh? Shh. 
No, I was just doing. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, oh, you're sure. In the children's hospital, when he drops the gun. That was a great moment. Oh yeah, Yeah. you pointed. Oh yeah, except that it wasn't like a eight or eight foot inch barrel on the end of the gun that he dropped. Like he had uh, that one. No, but the moment in that movie in in when Joaquin Phoenix drops the gun in the children's hospital and he shushes everybody. Oh, I was laughing. Shushes the kids. Like like. Oh yeah, you didn't see that. Go ahead, Donnie. I'm sorry. Oh no, good. Uh, just uh, like when he said uh, you wouldn't punch a man with glasses on, you know, I, I like that Joker and everything like that. Right. But then I like uh, Mark Hamill, of course, his voice acting. I I, I love it. Even in the uh, video games, he does a great job. That's Corbin's favorite yeah. too, isn't it? Corbin loves. He's of that age. Joker. Yeah, I mean, again, it fits the age bracket and everything. Yeah, fun fact. So I love. Nineteen sixties, the Batman Superman Hour. I don't know if you remember these things. Nineteen seventies. Yes, was that a Saturday Hanna Barbera? I, or it was a, it was like an offshoot of Super Friends. It was like wasn't it's it? before Super Friends? Okay, yeah. The uh, Joker was voiced by Larry Storch. You know who Larry Storch. Is? I do not. It was from F Troop. F Troop. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember all he married was, with children. He, he was the he was the squattier, dark one, dark haired mm-hmm. fella. Right. Yeah. I'm just mentioning. No one ever cites him as their favorite Joker, and I, you know, I think <laughs> there's a, maybe a there's an, an, an inequity there <laughs> that I think was he a good Joker? I don't, I don't have remember. no, no yeah, clue. Yeah, I no don't idea. know. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get into the uh, – this is going to be a little bit clunky, clunkier than normal because we're going to get into uh, where the guys are going to teach me. Everybody's going to get five minutes to uh, give me something that they're excited about in the nerd world. If you interest Toledo, if Toledo believes you to be fantastic, you're going to get more time. If you brought <laughs> oh, sound effects. a thing. What – did you find that here, or is that something you brought? No, I found it. Okay. You had it. <laughs> You've got that laying around. You are the Joker. You're the Nicholson Joker. Uh, wait till you get a load of me. <laughs> Why don't we bring uh, Zach in? Zach, what was you are going to... You want me to... Yeah, yeah. Here? yeah. Or, I... yeah. or just stay there. just doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, guys, you ready for this? Yep. If you were alive and not under a rock in the summer of 2016, you know about Pokemon Go. <laughs> Pokemon. A mobile game... That rocked the world. For a brief, beautiful week or two in July, the world united to hunt down digital creatures and enslave them in Pokeballs. Until an inevitable alien invasion unites the planet, these few weeks will likely go down as the closest we ever came to world peace. At launch, the game was a straight-up scavenger hunt, bringing in the majority of the 151 Pokemon from the games that were first released in 1996 in Japan on the old spinach green Game Boy plus the ability to battle other Pokemon in order to take over a digital gym. But the massive success wasn't simply about the nostalgia. It was also driven by augmented reality, um, which, unlike virtual reality, puts a w- w- virtual reality, which puts people in a totally immersive digital environment, augmented reality just overlays some digital things in the real world. And so, I mean, who doesn't dream of walking down the street and encountering a Pikachu? Obviously, a lot of people dreamed of it, and that's why it was such a success. Um... Nintendo's stock, within a week, sit, hit a six-year high, jumping from $17 a share to um, about $33 a share. Um, I and bought at 31 You, you did? bought at 31 yeah. Did you really? Yeah. And then, of course, you were one of the people yeah. who were upset when people realized that they did not own 100% of Pokemon and yeah. only owned a percentage, and then the stock took a hit. But, but how high. does that happen where people, that's just, it gets out there? And people think there's... Yeah, so this was a really strange case of the market being really inefficient. Normally, market forces are a lot more efficient than that. And people who are buying stock actually know what they're buying or 
at least the robots Well, people do. might not even have known what this was, <laughs> right? Because there hadn't yeah. been anything like it, this type of interactive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, obviously, big success for uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company, which is what actually owns Pokemon, and Nintendo owns a portion of it. Um, but there were also some interesting other effects. Um, an analysis estimated that the game also may have contributed to 150,000 car accidents, uh, more than 250 deaths, and somewhere between 2 and $7 billion in economic loss um, in the first few months after launch, which I think How, is a wait, small price is... to pay for world peace. But... <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on that. Where, where, what is the economic loss coming from? The, from the... So an analysis was done in a single county in the United States and then extrapolated based on the population. Uh, but the economic loss presumably comes from the car accidents as well as people who were playing it at work. Yeah, and not oh, okay. Working. So it's slowing down. They're not working. The, okay, right. They're not working when they should be. Yeah, I mean, I still do it. Not work when but, it should uh, be. <laughs> aren't people do? Okay, I'm just gonna critically think on this for a second. Um, aren't people doing something else other than just Pokemon? Maybe Candy Crush. How can you say? And I'm not. I'm not getting mad at you, although I sound like it. But I. How dare you yeah, bring, bring this study to here? Bring, how would you do this? Bring what were you think information. I am, I am so sorry <laughs> about such a sweet character. Oh, 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 you've been buzzed. I got buzzed out. I don't know what that buzz. That might have been a happy buzz. A ha- I don't uh, he's got points. He's keeping going. Okay, I won. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's allowed. I agree to with already. you on this, Toledo. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Thank you both for that, um, I guess. Uh, but, no, I think that... For a guy who doesn't care. He just, yeah. Zach gonna, Zach's the kind of guy who can just walk out and go, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but I, mean, I think there's something to be said for, yeah, maybe you'd be doing Facebook at work instead. But I think this the, one, of, one of the major aspects of it is that you actually have to like go outside and play. So you can't be sitting by your desk checking Facebook while you're at the office. You actually have to leave your office and go play Pokemon. There's go. no multitasking. Yes, it's all. a little bit harder to multitask. Task yeah. on it. Of course, if um, you're at the office, you're not going to get run over by a car either. Yes, which well, you know keeps you safe, like I guess. So, Unless yeah. somebody outside is playing in their car and drives into the office. Holy crap! Yeah, that's where one of he, that was in his stats. Yeah, that was right. in there. There was a lot in there. <laughs> I don't Highly know, I, specific stats. Yeah, I don't remember them all. Yeah, um, but yeah, for a lot of people, it ended as quickly as it came. They went back to Candy Crush. Or Pokemon, or, or sorry, not Pokemon, or Facebook, or whatever they were doing, or just living their lives. Um, so by August of 2016, um, just a month after it launched, searches for Pokemon Go on Google nearly flatlined. Um, but as I always say, the best way to get to a million users is to start with a billion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh, Scott Long could learn. Oh, on, man, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, he's got yeah, some, he's yeah, another minute. Going. Yeah, very yeah. good. Uh, past the checkpoint, I guess. Um, so Pokemon Go, though, has still been going strong. It's just with a much more, much smaller and more fervent fan base. Um, so Niantic, the company has been uh, the company that created the game itself, has been adding new features regularly. They introduced in-game events that are organized around temples like Halloween, uh, where you can earn bonuses within the game. They put in tasks to kind of get people more addicted to like play every day in, in order to hit their tasks. They added raids, which actually still for not not only force you to go outside, but actually interact with people because you have to show up at a certain location battle a powerful Pokemon with multiple people because they're too hard to beat yourself, and then capture it and enslave it like the other ones. Um, And there's also trading that enables you to trade Pokemon with friends. 
you can battle with the friends as well. Um, and a particularly interesting thing is something called shiny Pokemon, which are only special because they come in a different color than regular Pokemon. <laughs> They're rare, um, and players, sorry, trainers, um, are constantly on the lookout for them. Um, further augmenting the reality is that they've added weather effects. So if it's raining outside, it's also raining in the game. Um, and based on that, certain water-type Pokemon would show up more often. Um, uh. and, and it even has grown beyond just the, the, that typical augmented reality world. Um, you could buy an accessory, a watch-type device that connects to your phone that allows you to play while you're not actually while your phone's not on it just automatically catches them for you um and the nintendo switch which is nintendo's newest video game interacts with it as well or there's a new game on the nintendo switch um called pokemon let's go uh there's two versions one with eevee a character and pikachu and it's based on those original games from the game boy um and it actually allows interaction between pokemon go on your phone and that console game as well um but, I mean, that alone doesn't necessarily mean anything. Probably the most telling indicator of the game's continuous success is the actual in-person events uh, called Pokemon Go Fest and Safari Zone, which um, are you actually go to a location. There's an event taking place. It's different from a raid because just this year, um, in 2019, 60,000 people attended the Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago, um, including not just Chicagoites, People from all over the country. Chicagoites? Chicago Inns? Is it Chicago Inns? Yeah. Chicagoanians? Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. Chicagokers. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fibs. These fibs. <laughs> so, so these people, they flew to Chicago, um, not really caring about seeing the Sears Tower, Lake Michigan, beaches, or riverside architecture, uh, because why look at that when you can stare at your phone and catch digital creatures? Uh, to store in your digital Pokedex. 69,000 um, Pokemon players in one spot, and I'm guessing maybe zero dates. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I don't People know. People with all that commonality. You know what? There's, uh, there are a lot of women who play that. I know, but not one of them looked up from their phone. <laughs> it's 69,000 people with well, one thing in common that didn't talk to each other the entire time. And there is another thing. A lot of them look like the Pokemon. That's a good point. Oh, that's a good oh. that's a oh. it doesn't. That, uh, listen, I look like one, too. Hey, good, good. What are you doing over there? From a guy who chose that yeah. shirt. <laughs> this is a classic. <laughs> and he pointed to himself. This, this, not me. This, this, this is right here so is a classic. It's a classic. You're gonna love the way you look. Listen, I uh, do you have more because I'm gonna. I, I, I want to stop you for a second because please. I don't know if everybody because I didn't set this up probably like I normally don't. I'm gonna get quizzed at the end. Uh, oh, jeez, I yeah. didn't know that. I thought it was just a eulogy for Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, a we're classic. Gonna, yeah, right we're gonna get, yeah. No notes either. I'm impressed. Yeah, well, no, I want to lose. <laughs> I don't want to lose. I just know I'm going it's to be inevitable. terrible. Yes. Um, but I want to be honest with you. I, the way you started out, and I, I, feel, I feel terrible almost grading this because I, I don't want to sound like that's what it is. But <laughs> I want a test. No. But um, the way you started out, I was actually a little worried at the beginning and then it became incredible. So I don't know why I'm trying. Uh, like, it's the story of my life. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? That's what my wife tells me. <laughs> I started off the horrible. Message, the message had to come. What? <laughs> do you think? What? Do you, what? Your job is what in the real world? I'm a product manager at American Express. So you give a lot of speeches. 
I speak in front of people pretty often, yeah. Okay. Because that, I mean, that just your knowledge and the way you actually, sometimes you'll ask somebody a question that's like at the beginning, it sounded like a little Wikipedia ish to me. And then uh, as you got going, I was like, no, he knows all this stuff. Yeah. And then we had questions, and then you had details based on the question. I was like, oh, being okay. authoritative. Yeah. Very topics. incredibly Exhausted. smart. And I hide it <laughs> at first. You've been hiding it well yeah. for a while. For months. Under no. that glorious mop of hair. But okay. It will get better, though. The Toledo, hair? did I eat up for the rest of his time so he can't, so yeah, he can't I think, have any more? I think he's done now. So I mean, now, now we decide whether we're going to invest in what he's talking uh, about? What happens now? No, I, I'm, in, I'm all in. Oh, okay. I'm all in. i got to be honest with you. I, a lo- you want to hear the revenue from 2018 yes. before you invest? This yes. will be on the 800 test. $800 million. It won't million. be on That's going to be a question. In but you know, before, 20- if you want to talk about investing in my product. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Amex guy. No, I mean that. Four and a half percent. Oh, he's breaking me down. No. All right. So I'm I'm worried about that because there were a lot of things in your. I think you're going to be all right with that. I'm not. I'm going to. The information overlord, the overload, the overlord, overlord, the overlording of information is coming your direction. All right. uh, It'll be funnier if he screws it. I think so. Oh no, that's the part of the fun is me not getting it. Really good. Um, I I was I watched like as he turned a page. He's like eight minutes into it, and he turned once. Like you must be on single spacing. Like that is uh, the most succinct amount of information i've ever seen and then one page turned i'm like oh my god i'm also really sneaky with my page turning it, oh are you okay it was very stealth page, oh it's like it, like it's a, like 18 font double spaced it's a it's amazing <laughs> that you typed that out page. i typed it out oh he's got like a whole book because i couldn't read my own handwriting yeah no. he turned that first page i'm like oh we're gonna be here all night no, he's knocking it out. No, no, Toledo knows what he's supposed to do. Well, he's doing a terrible job. This is dragging on. <laughs> hey, can you buzz Holmberg? Yeah, too? please. I don't have the buzz. I just have the bell. Just All right. make an audible. Did anybody else? Did anybody else have a topic? I mean, I had a little bit, but it was. It's not like that at all. <laughs> Nobody wants to follow that. We just had a TED talk about Pokemon and the other guys are quitting. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he, going to play Pokemon. He definitely no, that's the talk. standard. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right great. now, you've just set a standard yeah. of... Thank you. Thank well you. done. Uh, You're not fit to carry his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and Toledo left. Toledo yeah, just gave up. He's like, I've, I've learned enough today. He's getting a new type of buzzer. He's ashamed that he... Oh, you got another, another sound effect. Oh, so you have different... So you're as prepared as me... And Adonis. <laughs> what? Best Where does he get these wonderful toys? Yes. And how can he put them back? <laughs> what will that sound indicate? So no one else is going to play? You guys drove all the way down no, we got, to just uh, get uh, faced? No, we've got Brian. Uh, oh, sorry, Brian. Donnie. I thought you were a judge. You, you, uh. You don't think we're judges. Nothing? I don't know. I'll definitely do next week. I'm going to do a pinball. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, great. Pick something you really like. That's a question I have for you. What made you choose Pokemon? Because I'm one of those people who still plays it. You do. But I did not fly to Chicago just to play it. Yeah, and that's where, that's where you, the cutoff is for you. That was it. Adonis, you, it you drove virtually played there. Yeah, you, virtually. I'm, virtually. Played there. But Adonis <laughs> and Donnie, Danny, drove all the way down here to just get smashed by a guy and then say, yeah, he smashed us. I'll, I'll, I'm not doing a thing. What do you mean you got smashed? I mean, they're, they're not even going to play along. Like, Adonis, you had to have something in mind. I, uh, mine was a lot more vague than that. 
<laughs> I guess I get the fun. I would rather I would rather wait. That's this not no. That's what this is. Okay. That's this, this is this is what. Now you guys know what to do. <laughs> oh, see, that, I like this. I feel like it's a competition. I don't think it was supposed to be. No, it's no. It was, there were little pieces. There's lots of different types of competition. That's. The, yeah. I was expecting to be able to rip into Zach Moore, and I got no, schooled. So no. it was incredible. And you Man, haven't even I, been asked the questions yet. No, yeah. I I don't oh. even, the quiz. No, because I'm going to get destroyed. <laughs> but I don't. That's why Holmberg's still here. Well, I'm. Fascinating. No, you're gonna. Know, that was fantastic. Yeah. And I Blood can't wait to hear what you do for the other show this week. Um, I can't wait to hear the other guys try to do that. <laughs> no, that's gonna be like a. Yeah, I. I I'm intimidated. Yeah. I, you're not. I think you're all right. No. All right. So we are gonna move on to Brian, who. Uh, Brian wrote a whole graphic novel about this. It's it's a cold I, rainy night in Mesa. Yeah. Sorry, that's not a bad start, right? <laughs> no. No credibility. <laughs> oh, okay. it's never yeah, rained. That's true. <laughs> Did you want me to go to this? No, I just want you to soak in a little more Zach. I'm I'm in awe. <laughs> I got too much Zach on me. Really already. good. That's yeah. enough. Like, like that's what this is supposed to be, and I'm almost going to tear up. But oh, I, I don't care that much. But he gave a lot of effort. Well, I know no, really good. I know that uh, that you enjoy the Flash TV show. Yes, enough that you ripped it off for your uh, header on the show. All the CW is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know, what is that? That's a compliment to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most sincere form of fat, flattery. Flattery. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> Two in a row is tough. The most sincere form of flattery. Joe Flaherty. 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 Count Floyd. Oh, Count Floyd was the best. It's SCTV. Yeah, we should from, you catch him. On. Crazy legs. Man. I want to hear more about Pokemon. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I didn't want to stop. That's it. it. I'm in the oh, shadow please. of yeah. these tiny little figures, and by this I mean the players. Lost. <laughs> no. Nope. Where's that Too much sympathy. Too much sympathy for these guys. All right. So Flash, a book that I wrote, uh, that I edited, that I read as a kid, sort of this dream through line, goes all the way back to the 1940s. It's, the character has existed at least in three generations. And then there's, as always in comics, lots of variants and, you know, brief intervals where something else is tried. But it's basically three guys, 1940s Flash, Jay Garrick, okay, whose origin, by the way, is that he, uh, as a science science student in college, accidentally knocked over a beaker of something called hard water, which, I don't know, you call a Kelgan man, generally, to soften <laughs> your water. But I think what they meant was heavy water, which is a nuclear okay. containment. So he inhaled these fumes. He became super fast, as you do. (laughs) (laughs) Try it at home, kids. (laughs) And there he is. There he is in his red and blue with his Mercury helmet on his head. Cool. A Mercury helmet, is that a specific name of what that helmet is? Is that – oh, the Mercury being the wings. Okay. Mercury being – the, the FPD of, guy. Okay, the god of, <laughs> is the god of speed. Is that what Mercury? God of speed, flower delivery, and flower delivery. Flower. Oh, look, we're getting a whole bunch there. There you go. That no one listening to this can see. That's all right. So that's that character there, Jay Garrick. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the comic itself ran from 1940, number one, to about 1953, when, like a lot of other superhero comics, it tanked. Oh, went out of business. Driven out of. Uh, by, by lack of interest, by people moving on to television, probably, amongst other things. A few years later, 
the second generation, and this will get confusing. The second generation is Barry Allen. Okay. Nineteen fifty six. And he runs all the way runs, see? Um <laughs> runs all the way to like early nineteen eighties. Maybe all the way to eighty six. Fifty six to about thirty years? About thirty years. Okay. When he ten there he is. Is he the most famous Flash? Probably. Barry Allen? Yeah. Longest run. Oh. I'm sorry. Can't run away from that. No. <laughs> Stupidity. There he is being chased again, typically, by a giant missile with a <laughs> skull and crossbones. <crossbones. laughs> I think that's what that is. Very Ace and Gary. Yeah. But anyway, Barry Allen, police Thanks, scientist. Okay. We would now understand that as they portray him on the television show and in the comics. He's a CSI. Okay. But back then he was doing pretty much everything. His his uh, origin story is similar to like he drinks the the heavy water, or where does he come from? No, his uh, his origin is that he was working late in the lab one night. Then <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a Halloween. Do song. <laughs> I I didn't drop into Boris Karloff. He is the Flash. <laughs> he is the monster. The flash. <laughs> he ran so fast. <laughs> He drank very heavy water. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm working at the lab late one night. I'm working here. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Barry Allen. So he was probably the most famous. He mm-hmm. was certainly the Flash I grew up with. Almost everybody through the 80s grew up with that particular yes. Flash. Um. Featured in everything from the cartoons to Super Friends to the live-action Battle of the Super Heroes or whatever. Anybody seen those? No. Well, Google. Anyway, they're horrible. <laughs> but so horrible, they're good. But Barry Allen was, as I say, he uh, he married eventually uh, Iris. Iris, his, again, as in the TV show. Oh, it's, it's uh, so they're they're holding pretty uh, true to form to the comic to the char- to those characters uh-huh. to most of the other characters. Um, the char- but Flash Barry Allen Flash died in 1985, I think it was, um, in this gigantic crossover called Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh-huh. where the multiverse collapsed. And, and that's where the, the superheroes are from different universes are running into each other. And yeah, like that, or yeah. or or simply ceasing to exist, okay. wiping each other out of existence. Barry Allen Flash dies, saving the entire multiverse, as heroic as possible. You know, in a comic book context, he was a hero. He was essentially sainted on that day. So, not bringing him back sort of became a sacred calling, and I I come in right about there and. You know, he was our only canonized saint. We can't cheapen that. Oh, so this is you coming in where you were working. Where I where I came in as a work as okay. a work as, as a writer ed- editor. Writer okay, editor. so almost Christ-like. He dies was, for he, all the other. No, he dies oh, I thought you were saying Brian was Christ-like. I know oh, he's older saved. than Christ. If, that's, <laughs> if that was true, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take my shoes off. I'll walk across the pool. You'll be impressed. Yeah. See I can see it. Yeah. Why do we keep interrupting me? <laughs> just to see if you at can get back point, on track at which point we introduce we we cut back to the middle of of barry allen's run to meet his young protege wally west 
who was at one point, like most sidekicks, about 15. Now, does Wally West have any relation to? He is Iris, Iris. Oh, Iris West. Nephew. Oh, nephew. Okay. So, you know, once Barry married her, I guess he was an uncle. Are either of these uh, no characters uh, tied into Jay Garrick at all, family-wise? Not family-wise, but uh, he met Jay Garrick having thought of him as long gone. Okay. So in like the early 60s, the two characters, the two flashes met, by which point they were living on two different worlds, and I, my head starts to hurt if I get into that wow. too right. much. Although after the crisis, all the worlds were smushed back together. So Ollie West grows up. His, his mentor, his uncle, his hero has just passed away. And they turn to him and they say, you're a grown-up now. It's your job to be the Flash. And that's where basically I took the character over and we just grew him up mm-hmm. by making him that hero. And did he look – did he have a similar look to the um... – his, his uniform was similar. Okay. Because initially he was wearing just Barry's – So at that point, could they just make a Flash? Like they could give him what it took to be Flash? Or he had it, the power. He had it already. Just yeah, as through. a sidekick, he had the power. Oh, okay. At different moments in time, they had the same origin. Lightning struck chemicals. Okay. <laughs> but well after Wait a second. Barry. Lightning doesn't strike twice except for superhero origins? Is that kind of – I get it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, yes. could, I could explain it to you. But you would have to kill me. Right. <laughs> you would hate the, the loss of time. But there are some ways intentional. Doc Brown. I'll accept that. You mean to tell me you <laughs> built a speedster out of lightning and some chemicals? Why? Doc, this is heavy. We have to bring back the flash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's the rest of the story. So Wally West grows up, becomes a flash. We ran, he ran, if you will, for about 20 years. So the and then they found a way to bring Barry Allen back. Oh, how did they bring him back? Lightning. <laughs> time travel, I think. Time oh, travel. Oh, jeez. Can the Flash travel in time in the in the comics? Can yes. he run so fast that he can... All right. He can run so fast that he travels in time. <clears throat> That's how he did the... Uh, crisis? The, you know... So, oh, save the crisis. Save, save the, the world during crisis by moving okay. so fast that... Uh, he traveled through all the different eras and all the different worlds. Wow. That's good. All right. We got a lot of information. that it? I can give you a little bit more if you want. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, while trying to keep Wally going, we, uh, the writer and I, Mark Wade, and I hit upon the idea that we should bring, give Kid, the former Kid Flash, his own Kid Flash, except that we couldn't call him Kid Flash. Scrappy do. We, we, no. <laughs> we, we named him Impulse. Ah, not a bad. That's pretty good. No, that's cool. And then, how did the you idea, get why, why, why impulse? Did you go through other things? We didn't want to call him Kid Flash. We didn't want to be digging up the past or being right. But what? what you, you've got impulse. You could want to give him his own identity. Twitch. I mean, Gnip, just, I know. I get that. But I mean, what, we went through a couple, and I can't remember okay. any of them. All right. But impulse suddenly. What's the impulse? It leaped off. It was an impulse. It was a real thing. The forehead. It was yeah. on an impulse we named. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he ran for a long while, and he's the, to this day still, you guys can back me on this. Is Impulse still the heir? 
I mean, he's a young kid. So is he still the heir to be Flash? This is the first the time I've ever heard of Impulse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remind me to have you bite me. <laughs> I've always known him as Kid Flash. I, I didn't know Impulse was the because I know there. I, I know that part about Wally West taking over um, Barry Allen, but I oh I I just like assumed. like most everything wonderful that we did. They fixed. Oh. They brought Barry Allen back. They changed Impulse's name to Kid Flash. Oh. oh. But he is the heir apparent to the degree that okay. that matters. Um, of course, all speedsters, not just the Flashes, but all speedsters in the DCU are powered by the Speed Force, which I invented. You invented the Speed Force? I did. Mark, You're Mark shitting Wade me. <laughs> oh, my God. Mark Frank, settle Wade down. came up with the concept and named it. The well, speed I, I'm going to tell you right now why that excited me so much, because I'm going to text Juliet and tell her that you... Uh, it de- de- invented the speed force. Okay, that's that's. It's a it's a teeny thing. Uh not to, not to. No, I'm saying, in. I'm not trying to make it up to be a bigger thing. No, I think I'm it's pretty proud cool. of it because it no, was I'm... once a reason to hate us. I don't know what it is, and I'm impressed. It's what makes a speedster it's a, speedster. a cosmic force. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can go. You can go into the speed force. You can, and it's you know, all the speed academies, right? The, the, book, the booking <laughs> with are, Monsignor Larvel Jones. <laughs> Game over. The bookings are really you got to. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Years waiting list. Years of yeah, Packer season tickets. I'm glad. Uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Well, the weirdest thing is we wished we had done something more with it, because we got down to the wire. We wanted to come up with a much greater name than. The, the speed force. force. Yeah. This is before Jedi's and stuff in that force? No. No. Okay. This would be in the yeah, early 90s. Okay. Oh, okay. When you were still in short pants. Mm-hmm. Well, never mind. Whoops. <laughs> still <laughs> in them. Never em. mind. Still in them. Well, better than him being out of them, let's be honest. Wow, you haven't seen that. No, don't want to. Talk about the speed force. So it, it went into history as the speed force. People hated us for it. Oh, it's such a stupid idea. Oh, yeah, sure. That's what we sell here. Yeah. <laughs> You're buying them. <laughs> and I wish we had named it something cooler like Impulse or something. Yeah. That, that had already been taken. But it says what it says. No, you're right. Yeah. But it's a, it's a big deal on the TV show now for which we get bupkis. No kidding. Bupkis squared. Yeah. Man. So, I, I but that's okay. I mean, it, we were employees. Yeah, you know the guy who created the crescent wrench for Sears or the socket wrench for Sears cashes no royalty checks whatsoever. All right, well, I get depressing. Um, there. Any wrap up? Uh, I was the liaison to the original Flash TV show with John Wesley Shipp. Oh wait, you were what? I was the DC's liaison. I oh I didn't realize to, that had to a- approve all the scripts. Oh wow, had to go out for shoot, you know, for filming. Yeah. Out in uh, Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that either. There you go. Yeah. Also, I watch that show. That's another show I watch. And that's where uh, Mark Hamill played the trickster. Oh, but he came back and played it recently as well. He, right. And I didn't. I, okay, I wasn't putting that together because when you said that earlier, okay, that's making. A lot I think more it sense. was. I think it was a nod to the original. I don't think he. I don't think they were drawing a line between the two. Okay. John Wesley Ship. Yeah. He shows up in this Flash as well. Shows up playing Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. Also, Flash is dead. All right. You're going to go 0 for 40 on these questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> questions. Let's go start with Zach. Give me five. Five you're going to give me. Then Augustine will give me five. 
Just like a high five. High five. Yeah. Air five. All right, ready? Well, we're get, we'll have more. I'm just going five, 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 five. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To break them up so they're not all ready for Tedious. this. Yeah, Can, and it's Frank and John. <laughs> oh no! Ah, it's, yeah. oh, it's team up. Yeah, I'll superhero it. team up. <laughs> all right, ready? Yeah. How many original Pokemon were there? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, original. How early did you say that in your dissertation? That was uh, I don't know, paragraph one or two. It was pretty early on. Wow. I, honest to God, I have zero. Um, Take a stab. Eight. Eighty-three. All right, eighty-three was closer. Uh, One fifty-one. Ah, I, you know, I, I don't remember that number. Very good. <laughs> at all. No, no, I don't. I don't. I, all right, you ready question. for next? Yeah, I, I have to learn how to do this too. I've got to yeah, get better. This is this is a training experience. Yeah. What is the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality? You got this. You know it. No, I don't. You don't. Yeah. Virtual reality is. Uh, so in, in a singular space where augmented is taking things that are computer generated into the real world. Yeah, I would say that's close enough. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, augmented is putting something into the world. Oh. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yep. Virtual reality is like you're looking through something. Like immersive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, augmented is adding to the world. Right. Uh, augmented. Right. Okay. All I right. I could have figured that out, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys could make that happen. Yeah. I feel good about it. <laughs> um, which feature was not mentioned? And I'm going to give you multiple choice here. Um, A, weather effects. B, raids. C, create your own Pokemon. Or D, trading. C. Uh, yeah, create your own Pokemon was not. Boom. I knew I got that one. Don't say that so I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. some credit. I get so excited about I, know. I play Jeopardy at home all the time. I, I feel like you are going right, to be in Chicago this. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Just banging into the lake. Cashing in on that investment. In, uh, Can the, that be yeah, the next the question? Where was the pokey? 69,000, Alex. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you are, that is one of my later questions. But um, when was Pokemon Go released? Oh, you got that? I know the years. You're talking about the year? Give me the year or the month. I'll, I'll be easy. I can take a shot at the month, but I know the year was 2016. 2016. Bingo. Month? May. I'll say April or May. July. Close. Ah, July. Arg. Yeah. Arg. It was one Arg. of those 12. God, I don't listen at all. <laughs> is that four or five questions so far? That's four. Okay. Um, number five is which game system was the first Pokemon game on? Uh, Switch. Nope. Oh. It was that uh, you called it a uh, the cabbage colored Nintendo Game Boy. That's right. Oh, I, I was thinking the no, I was, I was thinking it was Pokemon <laughs> Go, not <laughs> Pokemon. Sorry right about that. No, nope. not making Final Jeopardy like this, uh, buddy. No. Yeah, John right. wins. No, I didn't listen to the full round question. one. Yeah. Not even supposed to be here. I got to listen to the whole question <laughs> <laughs> or the whole pitch. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. All right. What was the secret identity of the first Flash? Jay Garrick. That's one of your easy ones. And and what gave him his power? Uh, heavy water. Also hard water. Hard water. We well, we've also accepted which, we, yeah. hard water. Cal, uh, the Calgon man. Yes. <laughs> lime away. Lime away. Can, no, he said Calgon. But if you get lime away, you can get rid of the flash completely. <laughs> <laughs> That's his tonight. Cabbage colored lime. The cabbage colored lime away. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing well on this. So far. Well, uh, here's another softball for you. What empowers all speedsters? The speed force. I know the guy who created it. Yeah, I yeah. met him uh, a little met earlier. Him. Met him on my left. Also made the- Jurassic Park. 
<laughs> He's got a mosquito in his cane. First of all, did not make it. Start in it. Oh, oh, that's true. Start in it. That's true. But I mean, your character technically built it. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild again, isn't yes, it? That's good. <laughs> that's a very good one. Thank you. What was Barry Allen's job? He was a uh, early form CSI. That's a he very was, specific term. Um, crime investigator? Crime detective? Police scientist. Police scientist. Two words. Sorry. Yeah, I would I would consider that correct. How many is that? That's is that three? That was I think it was that's four. Five. Four. That was five. Or five. <laughs> it was one of those. Might have been nine. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in between one and five. Or all of the above. All right, then Barry and Wally both share the same origin, though at different times. Uh, lightning striking chemicals. Yes. Nice, Frank. <laughs> he went at more my speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a teacher. You're like, I can weirdly, take these notes. Weirdly appropriate. Yeah, Flash. No, no. Yeah, you might, yeah, there you go. All right, Zach. You know, the Flash fought a villain called the Turtle. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he was the slowest man on Earth. Was it, this true, is real. True story. And It's like throwing knuckleballs to the Flash. Yeah, because he, 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 he can't, can't do anything slow. with it. Yeah. No. In the very first appearance of... of uh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he's called the Turtle Man. I don't know. Turtle Man. He's played by Dana Carter. Yeah, it's turtle, 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 Turtle. All right, Zach. Five more. <laughs> All right. Machine gun um, him. Where was the event that had uh, Chicago? Chicago. Boom. Um, <laughs> why, why was, <laughs> what else can you do in Chicago instead of Pokemon Go? Uh, according to him, any sure. <laughs> this is the softball Sears one. Tower. The one that you mentioned. Frank's flummoxed. He doesn't know what to do in Chicago. Do you want me to answer that? Yeah, Frank is from. Uh, you do the Willis Tower, the architectural tour. People really call it the Willis Tower. If they're if they want to, you know. Probably, win this game probably go to the uber and have them take you to the right <laughs> Fair. uh yeah so the architectural tour i believe you said something about uh the museums uh and uh, sears tower boom i mean i said the beaches the lake michigan beaches yeah, uh, yeah. museums are cool too sheds aquarium maybe great spot um what the is niantic aquarium. what's what what is niantic um a mispronunciation of atlantic <laughs> Winner. It's a nasal spray. That's what I. <laughs> it's the. It's actually the name of the company that uh, developed Pokemon Go. Oh, ask, ask they were the. Doc. They were the ones who owned the other. No. No, it's actually a, a third party that's owned by Google, uh, or was at the time. Everything um, owned by Google. Yeah, and so they partnered up with Nintendo and the Pokemon Company to okay. make the game. Um, what device is used to catch the Pokemon? Ah. Uh. uh you throw a uh, what is that called? Pokeball. Pokeball. That's right. Nailed it. I was going right. to say my phone. Who gave me that? Who gave me that? <laughs> I was going to say coconut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coconut. That would have also coconut. accepted <laughs> coconut. That's the South I gotta Pacific get better Pokemon. At this. All right. Final Jeopardy question: uh, About how many car accidents were caused by Pokemon Go in that? Yep. Uh, but really, 150. Close though. Oh, it was. Oh, it was, it was the estimate, 150. But you know, maybe oh. 200 within oh, I the you uh, said two, okay. standard deviation. You thought I was right when I said 250. I thought you yeah. said I th- yeah, because it was 250 deaths. Yeah, oh, 250 deaths and 150 car wrecks. That's right. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, you, that was like a trick question on the SATs. Very good. That was it. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Excellent. So I think you guys passed. Yeah. 1600 on the SAT. Yeah. <laughs> Without John, I'm. Famous. No, no, no. I've, I've 
I've stumbled. You did very well. In All your- right. Who's played both Barry Allen and Jay Garrick on television? John Wesley Schiff. Thank you. Nice. Schiff. <laughs> I was trying to combine F and P because I couldn't remember how, which it was. Schiff. We would have also accepted John Wesley Ship. Okay. Let's not fall to that. What's the name of the youngest and the heir to the Flash? Uh, Kid Flash or Impulse or his actual name? West. Uh, I would take both. His superhero name and his real name. So it would be Impulse. Impulse. And the real name is, it's West, right? Um, No. No. I got that wrong? That's why I stopped at the first point. Barry's grandchild. Oh, Barry. Um, I don't remember. Bart Allen. Bart Allen. I don't, I don't remember you saying that. Right. Okay. I don't think you brought that up. Oh, I did. I don't <laughs> Go to the tape. I was going to say Edward. That's how close I was. We would have... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> what animated TV show from the 1970s is famous for having all of the superheroes in one place? The Super Friends? That's right. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about the... Uh, the Batman Superman, Superman Hour. Yeah, Batman Superman Hour. That would have also been fine. Hmm. What is uh, the the uh, Flash's Barry Allen or otherwise the Flash's sort of second title? He is referred to as the Scarlet Speedster. That works. The fastest man on earth. That's what I'm looking for. The fastest man on earth. Yeah. They say it every week on the show. <laughs> and every week there's somebody faster than him. My name is Barry Allen. <laughs> well, the show. And I'm the fastest man on earth, except this episode <laughs> where somebody outruns me. I think that was the f- the funniest part of the recent. Have you seen the recent uh, season debut? No, my daughter just got mad at it. She said, and then well, she watched, kept watching. No big spoiler involved. All right, but, yeah, we'll just, let's hold. But the bottom bottom line is they're famous for having had every previous season had a bad speedster as right. like the, an big, evil speedster. the big bad Zoom or so. There's an evil speedster at the opening of the show who is defeated about a minute and a half later. <laughs> so it's <had> a <laughs> kind of like Thanos in yeah. uh, Endgame, gone. just yeah. gone. All right, that's it for this week. I think I got, what, uh, 95% on the quiz. Fantastic. Beating John Holmberg, who only got about 22%. Wasn't trying. <laughs> uh, well, for not trying. That was not, no, not bad. It wasn't bad for a guy who's supposed to be answering it. Just didn't care. Me that yeah. you listen I'm the guy in the audience I do. shouting out answers. And are we, are we comfortable with 95%? Oh, yeah. I thought it was higher, actually. Yeah. I mean, you got to be realistic here. Well, he's got to suck up, apparently. Uh, We're on a curve. I round down. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. All right. Hopefully, Corbin will show up next time. Uh, he'll have some news stories and then quiz me on those. Until next time, keep your treats on the ground and keep reaching for the cars. <laughs> Unless you're playing Pokemon Go, because that could cause another accident. And if you cause 100, Frank will be correct. <laughs>